Girl trouble, huh? All right, Ron and Fez show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Ron Bennington, Fez Watley, Chris Tanley, who've had, who's had a horrible accident yesterday. And, of course, uh, the guy who loves the weed, our own Eastside Dave McDonald, or Dickie, as he's now known. And what does he call it when he when he gets high? He goes high in. He goes high in. Okay. He goes high in. Um, so that's the whole team. Now, Chris Stanley, what uh, kind of accident did you have yesterday? Spilled a fucking Pepsi on a goddamn brand new Blackberry like a <laughs> douchebag. <laughs> Come on, it was a mistake. It was a mistake. Stupid. 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 Really sucks. Stupid. How is that Pepsi? Enjoy it. Frosty? <laughs> it's now a crackberry. Okay. Just lingo I hear on the internet. Yeah, it has nothing to do with spilling Pepsi on it, though. It's just saying you're addicted to your Blackberry. And by the way, you hearing it means that your internet is slow. Because yeah. it's like a two-year-old term. Everyone's talking about the pad right now, or iPad. Which is a big, giant phone. Is the only I, I'm looking at the posters for it. I, all I see is a big giant phone. Just can't see that thing being comfortable because it lays flat. So mm -hmm. it's like you're always having to, you know, how long of arms do people have? I think it's here to replace the newspaper and magazines. So you kind of just sit and look and read it like you're reading a, a newspaper or a magazine. But that's still pretty bulky. It's still a bulky item to be reading like a newspaper. You're only saying that because of today. Uh, imagine if this thing came out 10 years ago, you're like, oh my God, it's the thinnest thing ever. Well, that's true. Um, he's, he's also saying it because he doesn't have one. If one was in his paws, we would hear about it nonstop, like when he got his Blackberry, which is Pepsi-free, by the way. Doesn't have a lot. He doesn't have a lot. All right, Ron and Fez show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Tomorrow is a personnel day, so somebody from personnel will be in here doing the show. I guess one of the, uh, what do they call that, H-what? HR. Mm. Human resources. We're resourcing humans. Uh, send HTG to HR and see if they can talk to HR Puff and stuff immediately. And then get back to me. I'll be on my iPad. Pat it to me. Hey, don't, don't bother me right now. I'm padding. I'm padding this fucker out. My Pepsi! I wish I was there for that. I wished I was there for the fucking meltdown that took place. Yeah, it was very uh, psychotic, really. Almost emotional breakdown, too. Real, yeah. I can see you fucking turning to tears. Small things make me go really fucking crazy real quick. Remember the day that uh, Dave told us that he started crying because uh, he, he left his phone in the cab? Yeah. One after, of my favorite Dave stories after ever. After I got back from the airport visiting my um, yet-to-be wife... Uh, it was such a long, arduous flight, and then I get out of my cab, and I left it there, and I just sat on the sidewalk crying in Astoria, Queens. <laughs> Anytime you're crying, it's a fucking funny day to me. And then my favorite is when you and Fez cry together. That's just fucking, that's 4th of July time. Uh, Jimmy, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Star Trek should sue the crap out of Apple. They had the uh, concept for the iPad way before with that little data pad that everybody carries around and does everything with. It looks the exact same. Now, what Star, what Star Trek are we talking about? 
Oh, that's like a next generation. Yeah, idea. I don't next generation it. Um, I'm Captain Kirk and Alec. It's all Kirk out with me when it comes. Like, I've heard the name Picard, but I have no idea what he does. I just know him from Extras, which I thought he was very funny. (laughs) What about Jory LaForge? That's new to me. That's new to me. He wears an air air filter across his eyes, his glasses, so he can see. What's his name? Jory LaForge. And then isn't there someone's name just named Data? Data. Whatever. I, What's the fucking difference, Jersey? I believe he was even in, featured in Mich- uh, in uh, Independence Day. And that's the last time I seen Data. He was a scientist in Area 51. That was actually the last time I saw Independence Day. The first fucking time I watched it. I actually screamed out in the theater, why? Uh, Jimmy, New Mexico, Ron Fez. What's up, buddies? Yeah, I, I got an iPad and I'm getting ready to board a flight. Like Dave said, I mean... It keeps you from all those angry visits on flights that just don't turn out right. It's just a great media device. It's a great so. media device. So you're watching watching movies on it? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you just convert them. It takes like five minutes, and then you throw it on there. And you I know, but I already got nine things to watch movies on already. But can you walk around watching a movie? Yeah. On like a piece of no. <laughs> okay. I can do it on air. Not big enough. The, uh, you know, the next thing I want them to invent is just the fucking show Sliders, so we can slide into alternate realities. Oh, my God. What about that alternate reality last night? Dave, I fucking screamed at you for getting me back into Lost. I fucking laid you out for it. And let me look you right in the eyes and say last night, best Lost ever. It was... It should be the fucking Desmond show. Let's it, face it. It was so great that i woke my wife up sleeping because she couldn't hang she said i'm gonna watch lost tomorrow morning i'm getting tired she had a busy day and i said no i know even though you have to go get up early tomorrow morning you have to watch this right now now of course i had been hiing i understand so there, it was, you can't even wait for the weekends for hiing no i mean i figured it's it's good well, hi am I, I, yeah, it's, it's at the end of the day. Why not? I, I'm never hungover, so it's a great thing. But I told my wife, you have to do this right now. So I actually watched it back-to-back last night. I watched it and rewatched it again in the bedroom. That shit with the, with the wife? Penny. When, no, before we got to Penny, when, oh. when the fucking Penny's stepmom fucking says, don't ask too many questions. Right. And then we figured out this fucking... Oh, and then also the hand? Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. The hand was I was so just calling G-Baby up. You gotta fucking <laughs> make sure you don't miss laws. This is so fucking good. The hand was so great. And yeah, that, that woman, that Eloise, yeah. has always been creepy in a great way. I know, way. but the fact that she knows that that reality isn't even reality. It's fake. It's a bullshit and reality. We're in this reality now, Dave. That's what I was thinking. What if you should be fucking down there hosting around the horn? That's what that's that's actually what came to mind last night. I was thinking the uh, the alternate reality, Dave, or the real reality, Dave, is probably quite successful. Now that whole thing of uh, oh, good, I got a picture of uh, Mafia Life uh, Chris's kid. My daddy changed his number. Update your records, please. Oh, that's great. Uh, that whole gimmick of like sometimes you see somebody. It's an instant attraction, being because you know them from another reality. There's something about that, because in life, you know, sometimes you'll meet people. They haven't done shit for you, 
and you're like, this person's great. And other times you meet people, everybody else says they're great, and you're like, I hate that fucker. Absolutely. Why, Why does that happen? Yeah. Now, when we were naive, we thought, oh, maybe there's past lives. No. Simultaneous lives. They're all going out doing a whole string theory motherfucking thing. There's where the deja vu comes in. But here's the deal. Would this weird you out? Because, remember, he sees her, it's love at first sight. But what if the other person doesn't have that? I know. How's that fucking weird? And I'm not... What if you see someone, you have love at first sight, but they don't have love at first sight for you? Crushing. Is it? Yeah, it would be. It was so wonderful. Now we officially have five episodes left, I think. Five episodes. That's not enough. Yep. I, I want this show to go on for eternity now. <laughs> the, the, before, I wanted to stop in the middle of it, like two weeks ago, just cut off loss, forget it. Cut our losses was my big joke. No. Now I want to spin off Desmond's uh, weirdness hour. Well, and also, when Desmond said, I need the, the flight plan... You know, a, a list of everyone on that flight. When he uh -huh. said that and requested it from the limo driver, I ran out of my house, like, like screaming, like, the loss is the best. That's what I actually Well, see, did. here's the deal. I had never, until last night, I thought everybody just went out. It was just a different world. And I've been saying this. People are happier. They're happier in this other world. But now I get why they're happier. Because they're being fucked with by the devil or something. Yeah. Whatever that fucking man in black is. All your dreams are coming true, but it's not real. You're in a fucking matrix like Keanu Reeves. Dumbest Keanu Reeves. That's what it is. And we, what we have to find out is who's behind it. Who's behind this all? If I had reality? to say, I want you to realize this. That fucking limo driver is the plague from Hackers. So he's up to no good. I wouldn't trust that bastard for a fucking second. He's got too much info. If he can get a flight plan, he's got too much information. Ugh. He's in with Mrs. Faraday Whitmore. Jesus Christ. That lost to some fucking show. It just might be the best show of all time. Last night was. I mean, it might be the best drama, I'll say that. You can't put it into a sitcom thing. I, I'm not going to have Lost Bell Seinfeld. Let's not get mm -hmm. fucking crazy. Why not? Let's Too fucking wild. set up. Let, let's fucking set it up. March Madness with all the TV shows. Because <laughs> right. everybody would just be voting like this. Cosby. I like American Idol. I saw it last week. Yuck. I'm almost happy that Idol was just so shitty. Same reality. <laughs> it makes Lost that much better when you have to watch Idol before Lost, which I do. Why don't they just admit 90% of those kids blow? Worst? Really the worst cast in a long time. Uh, Mike and PA, you're on my face. Uh, hey, hyperbole boy. Did you actually run out of your house with your hands above your head? Yes. That was not a hyperbole. That was real... David McDonald. What, what, part, what part made you scream out? When Desmond asked for the flight plan, because now I know he's going to, he is the star of the show now. He's going to have to go like a great adventurer and find all the people and say, hey, listen, we have to get back to the aisle or something. But know. see, here's the gimmick. Why did he get shot by Ben in that? Oh, no, he got shot by Ben. He yeah, did. in the reality. Yeah, in, in, in the, the other real, reality. In the real yeah. show. So that's fucking Ben still can't be fucking trusted. No. And I know you guys are like, but he's nice now. Fuck him. No, not David Mack. We've seen enough soap operas that these motherfuckers do not 
change their stripes. Not yet. I said Saeed will be good at the end and Ben will oh, be don't bad. don't bet on the Saeed thing. I have he's to. He's as nutty as a fucking fruitcake. I think Saeed's gone. Yeah, he's already dead. He's dead from the inside. It would be so crud- He's like Locke. He's as dead as Locke. I would uh, but here's the thing. Desmond, who we all love, he has to sacrifice himself because he said there has to be a sacrifice. Desmond Hero of Lost. He wasn't even on the fucking original plane. I'll be so pissed at the, the producers if they make Saeed a bad guy. I'd be so pissed I'd think of invading Iraq. I'll tell you this right now. I don't know how G-Baby can wait the three hours. If I was him, I'd jump on a fucking plane every Tuesday, get to the East Coast, watch it on real time, and get back. I hope it blows next week so I'm not all happy about it. Um, here is, um, here's Jim, Jim in Boston, you're in Fez. Yeah, Faraday is the one who is getting the list of the passengers is going to track him down. Not Desmond. You watched it twice, Dave. Come on, stop smoking. Desmond's the one who asked for it. No, Faraday is the one who's getting the list. No, I don't How are you figuring so. that? Desmond, so. no, they're gone. But it, it seems like Faraday knows everything anyway. Yeah. And, and, and. I've... She's totally conscious that she's in a different fucking dimension. And Faraday was the one I thought who got Desmond's curiosity piqued about the flight plan. So this caller is just, it's just too much. I know you're in Boston. You got to put the suds down eventually. What are you, because you smoke pot, you fucking fuck with people who drink? I'm just saying, all these drinkers, you know, drinking, drinking, drinking. You was throwing it in my face earlier today. Is this, I know you're going to be limited to smoking pot once a week. I know this is going to happen soon. Yeah, you're right. So I'm taking advantage of this time right now while I have it. Um, here is uh, Corey, you're on Fez. Hey, I just wanted uh, maybe an Ichiban. I wanted to see you get an update on uh, Eastside Dave and his wife and the picnic yesterday. I wanted to see what kind of magic happened there. Let's check it out. Um, we got, uh, there was a fight that was had, um, a fight about what exactly happened. I demanded to be sent videos. She said there were videos, um, in the videos. Indeed, there were, there was the other child there, but the guy had a tank top. Uh, I thought that was a little bit too much for my taste. He was wearing a wife beater and jeans. I thought that's, that's not, that's not how you're supposed to dress when meeting friends. And so um, it wasn't good. We we got to a disagreement, and then I said, how would you like it? She said, uh, do whatever you want. So then I went to the garage and got high in, and that that's what happened. Now I don't know how much this I believe. Do you, Fez? I don't know. The wife beater seems like a little much, and I don't know how much of a fight there actually was. Thank you. Okay, I'll, I'll go into the studio and pull up the video right now. All right, go pull up the video. But nobody believes you. Uh, Sean, you're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Ben shot Desmond because he went to go kill Penny as revenge for Widmore's, uh, Widmore's guys killing his daughter, and Desmond tried to stop him. Not He was set out just to kill him. He was actually going after Penny. Uh, yeah, I get that, but I'm saying, what is he up to? What is that prick up to all the way around? There's something I don't trust about Ben Lyons. Maybe because he's killed half the island. <laughs> Maybe that is the one thing that's fucking with me. Uh, Hicks, does Dave just blow some things out of proportion to get Mike time? I don't think so. I think I think this this alone is the is real. This Has he fucking... mentioned stuff to you off air about this? Because I know he sits and he fucking talks to you like your little girls together. 
Uh, he did mention something earlier today that he hasn't brought up on the air about his smoke zone, and he found some pictures of him and his wife and his ex girlfriend, and how he her ex girl her ex boyfriend, and it was freaking him out as he was smoking pot. And I was like, "What the fuck is your problem, man? It's just a fucking picture." And he started getting really angry before the fucking show, and then he brought it up to his wife. He called her up and brought it up to her as she's in the car driving. To the Philadelphia it's, Children's it's Hospital. It's real. It's it's sadly fucking real. It's psychotic. Yeah, I, why would they make this up? And I have all, all the right, documentation. All right, before you get to that, what were oh. these pictures? There, I'm not lying. Wow, I'm that lying, fucking huh? guy's a stud. Holy oh, shit. That guy's my a stud. God, is he good looking. Wait, all right, stop it. Wait, I fucking had to the show a little bit. And we can take back that I'm lying now. I, so no one believed that there was videos of fucking man with shirt off. But he's and, pushing a baby here. I said the I said the wife beater was a stretch, but I don't think the fight happened. Uh, how could it not happen? He, Pepper just said I'd argue with my wife today, uh, this morning before. I do anything. believe Pepper. Yeah. All right, let's go through the video real quick. You ready, Jules? All right, I can't look now because the kids are being used to this. Yeah, it's like little like wow. versions of the, you know, two chicks and two guys. What if they try to make the kids kiss, like when you go with puppets? Let's see, that's his son. The problem, they just change the challenges and the problems. Well, he sounds like he's talking like a nice parent, though. He's talking about the challenges that they go through. Looks like a druggie to me. Or, 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 or like a Johnny Knoxville type guy. Well, you're a fucking druggie now. You're sitting in your garage high in every day. Oh, come on. It's marijuana. I'm not, you know. This, this guy <laughs> looks like up. a meth head, for fuck's sake. Hey, I've seen plenty of National hey, Geographic episodes on let's that. Let's never fucking put down meth heads. That's fucking wrong. That's really, to me, an ethnic background. I've seen lots of specials on the Discovery <laughs> on meth. And it's always guys in the, in the wife beater with the thing. Yeah, it's fucking hot when you're doing meth. You're watching Mad Men. You, you're not going to be fucking uh, snorting meth with a fucking pea coat on. You'll overheat. <laughs> yeah. All right, take me back to the original story. We'll watch this with the sound down, please. Yeah. The kids are getting along great together. I know. That's why. This is a fucking George Clooney, Michelle Pfeiffer movie. I forget. One day at a park oh, or yeah, something. Oh, yeah. One day at a time. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> the fucking, the, the super always just... Schneider had a pack of cigarettes in his shirt. <laughs> and then Method was in that show. Because it was 1954 when that, movie, then that show came out. Well, let's just... Um... <laughs> what an awful character. Um, so... I'm in the basement. All uh, fucked up on pot. I'm in the garage, but uh -huh. I call it now. I told my wife it's not called the garage anymore. We call it the smoke zone. Okay, you're in the smoke zone. So I'm in the smoke zone listening to the Yankees Red Sox by myself. Just, you know, smoking out of the bowl. Just listening <laughs> to John Sterling fuck up so many calls. And I look, and there is this homemade uh, photograph box. Yeah. But front and center on the box is one of those uh, photo strips that you take when you're, you know, you're at the, uh, you're on the boardwalk, you're right. at an arcade. Yeah. And the photo strip is, uh, I, I was kind of high, I was kind of high, so I thought it was me, because my wife and I took one, took, had done that twice. So I look closer, and I get the box wrapped in my face. Yeah, no, it's her and her ex, with very cutesy... Um, he's kissing her on the cheek. Aww. Um, she's doing the eyes, the pinky in the mouth, mm -hmm. eyes up at the, you know, like a, to me, it, it, it feels like it's a fake blowjob. 
I know that's what you girls are doing. When you do finger in the mouth and look up in the uh, sky, say. it's a fake blowjob, so that's why you do it. Huh. And so now, so basically, I'm thinking fellatio and making out are of, of my wife and some other, her ex-boyfriend right in front of me. Um, and uh, yeah, I, 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 was, I, I did have a fucking like meltdown. So that's why I thought about it. I said, you know what? I'm a little too high to make an argument because I can't formulate my thoughts. But right. tomorrow morning, when I'm nice and clear-headed and clear-eyed, I'm going to give you a call. And th- that's what Pepper saw. All right. Now, Pepper, you're sitting there. Out of nowhere, Dave picks up the phone. He doesn't even mention it to you first? Oh, uh, no. It's just says I had to make a call. And then he just goes at it with his fucking wife. I'm like, what the fuck is What was he on? saying to her? He was uh, he was fucking saying what the fuck's with this picture? This guy's a scumbag. Why would you have this in front of, in front of me? While I'm the, in the guy stole garage? from her. <laughs> I'm in the garage. <laughs> the guy stole from her. Right. Oh and no. Okay. Okay. Her heart. You, th- th- this is what we said exactly. Yeah. I said uh, I I cannot look at this guy. It's ruining Davy Mac's smoke zone. Okay. Right. This is where the fun happens. Right. And you know, there's air hockey and pot. <laughs> That's it. And and then she <laughs> says, okay, if it'll make you feel better, right. I'll take it down. And this that's the part where Pepper heard, where I said, this guy's a fucking scumbag. He stole money from you. He stole from you. It shouldn't not only make me feel better, it should make you feel better. It's about you. This is your ex-boyfriend who left you with by post-its who stole and fucking put you in debt on your credit card. It's like deja vu from this morning. So that's said, exactly what he got. That he got. He that got hot. that angry. He got that. His so, voice got <laughs> that crazy now, fucking screaming. Sound. Having said that, right? She did send me a text. Yeah. You want me to read it? Well, it's no. I'm just showing it to you as evidence because for some reason I'm still, um, you know. So she sent that to me, saying, um, you know, it just says this: blacked him out of every pick. Sorry. Yeah. So she's keeping the pictures, uh, but blacking him out. That bothers me in, in, in a way too, because it's it's still it's you know Watergate, you know it's it's you're just fucking. It just seems odd. Here, I think this is the whole thing. Women, I'm not saying that they're stupid, but they don't have the visual memory that men have. You know what I mean? Right. So they need pictures. Yeah. Like. Like fucking, uh, I, I hate when I go in an office and somebody be like, oh, this is a picture of my wife and kids. I'm like, you don't know what the fuck they look like? Didn't you just see them this morning? Why do you got pictures of your kids in your office? Well, remind me. How do you fuck? You're not going to recognize them again? Yeah. What is this fucking memento? So <laughs> women need to fucking hold on to things. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. And I've never been a photo collector. I know. And so, Me neither. A, so I just don't understand it myself. I don't even know what a photo means. But like I'm buried underneath like many of her photos. Some are nice. I like her pictures of her as a child. Right. And her family. But like, you know, when it's, you know, the, my here's, here's my friend Jared or here's my friend right. Jeff. And then I said Cuz they stayed friends after. Yeah. One of those deals. Well, that right. was my friend. That's why we're still talking. And I said we I said, "Do you did, you, did anything happen?" At this point, it's hard to define friend. And then, well, how would you define friend, Fez? Someone you had sex with in the past? If I was still friends with them, yes, but it would be a different kind of friend. Well, what's that mean? 
It would be fr- it would be a friend with but- benefits is what they say there on Sex in the City. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um and so that's that's the issue that I have. What is it you would like to her to do to her past? Nuke it? Anything, Nuke the past? Any any kind of pictures with other dudes, I would like to be nuked. You know, I don't see the see the thing about blacking it out is so she blacks him out, but she keeps the photo with her head in it. It's not too hard to say, where was this photo taken? Oh, yeah, this is me and my ex-boyfriend at the beach. You know, it, it, I want the maybe, photos gone! Maybe she just wants the picture of her simulating oral. That's exactly what I'm saying. I know it's about blowjobs. Tim in Iowa, you're on Runa Fez. Hey, um, Dave. Why do you think she hates you so much? I don't I, know, Tim. Man, it just—it's just not right. This this woman—it seems like to me this woman does everything to make it right with you. To make it right? Yeah, she's she blacked out every picture. I mean, you know how much she had to go through to do that. Well, then what? Why do you? Why do you think? Why would you say? Why does she hate Dave? What's that? Why would you open this with, why does she hate Dave, and then you defend her? Because it, throughout the whole show, she's just, she's done, she's just been nothing but good to him. It does seem like she's very good to you, Davey Mac, and you even now have a smoke zone, that fun place for yourself. <laughs> she takes care of the two babies, no right. offense to you, but you don't do jack shit. You're That's uh, true. Yeah. I mean, I feed them sometimes, but but I mean, in in terms of percentage, yeah. If you're two. taking care of them, two percent, yeah. And probably talking about that ninety percent of the time, the two percent that you do, yeah. And I'm only saying that because guys have a tendency to do that. No, you're right. Why can't she have her little memories? What is the big fucking problem? She wants to remember better times. <laughs> That's the point, is that it's not better times, and you can't tell me that these people, you know, this guy is a jerk and stuff, and yet there's photos of you there. Not only that, but I felt like I've done, you know, in my house, my mom had pictures of me and my ex, because we attended my brother's two weddings together, and I said, Mom, take those photos out of the... um I have the photo album and everything, because when KC comes over, I want her to see that. Right. So I feel like, you know, I felt like that was the classy way to be. But let me ask you this. Would that matter to her, really? If she would have saw those, would she would act like crazy Davy Mac? She wouldn't act as crazy, but I she, had, she I know she would be miffed. Have you, ev- have you ever seen her upset about that type of thing before? Yeah. Fuck yeah. In my uh, blue, I call it my little black book. That was uh-huh. Dave's number uh, book for chicks. <laughs> Wow, what a a brand new phrase. (laughs) So go ahead, Dave. Okay, so I had my, she knew that my ex's name was Claire. So she looked up into the, she went to the seas and she she ripped the page out. This is when we started going out. Now, I actually thought that was a cool thing. I was not pissed off. I was like, you know what? She, you're absolutely right. It's my ex. Why the fuck do I need her phone number in my as I call it, little black book. So you're entitled to rip it off. I didn't get mad. I didn't even get pissed off. In fact, I respected her and said, "You know what? That's a cool thing to do. Good job, honey. You're right. I, I, I should I should have ripped it out. Right. Good job beating me to the punch. Uh, here's Mike in DC. You're on run a fez. Mike. Hey guys. Yeah. 
Hey, my name is Mike. Listen, Ronnie, you sound like two dollars and seventy-seven cents a day, but I got a similar situation. I found a uh, picture years ago of, uh, like you said, on the boardwalk, but you were dressed up in. Uh, uh, my wife was dressed up uh, like the old timey, like the western. Right. And she's got the garter belt and she's got the the fishnet and everything. And some guy's sitting there holding a Gatling gun. And I'm like, who the hell is this? Well, the thing is, I was in my smoke room, Dave. It was me. Are you sure it's not you? I, I was positive because I, I do hear what you're saying. That's why I took the box and looked at it very closely for a good 35, 40 minutes. Well, I think I, you should go back in the smoke room and look at the picture again. Okay. First of all, it's the smoke zone. Okay. Oh, okay. And secondly, I, I'm telling you, I went over this fucking thing like the Zapruder film. I know that it's my, it's not me. Maybe you should not be getting high in that room. Well, that's the only place to get high in. I'm not going to sit in my house. I have children, as you pointed out, and that would be irresponsible. So I go into the garage, form, what's formerly known as the garage. And that's where I take care of my business. Listen to a little baseball. Enjoy myself. Put the feet up. Um, here is... Uh, let's go to Keith, our buddy in San Francisco. How are you, Keith? I'm doing well. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Hey, Dave, when your wife throws you out, do you think I could date her? No. All right, so You're not going to date. I'll, I, I'll take down your phone number if I can find it. You would just move into the smoke zone full-time at that point. Not a bad place to be. You gotta get a black light in there. I wouldn't be complaining. I'm working on it. I already bought some poster board and some magic markers so that I can make a sign that says Dave's Smoke Zone. So I'm, I'm decorating. Hmm. Uh, I, here's what I worry about, Dave. You're going to be alone in your smoke zone before you know it. That's what I worry about. Yeah. Uh, Chris and P.A., Hey, buddies. Dave, let me tell you something, my friend. You're, you're, um, I really, really enjoy your stuff, and for the longest time, I thought your psycho babble was just a bit, but I've recently come to the conclusion, man, that you're for real. And Chris, let me just point this out, and I mean this in the nicest way. Dave is not smart enough to come together with a bit like this. Well, he had me fooled. I, I'll be honest with you. I, for the longest time, I thought uh, crazy Dave, psycho, jealous Dave was was just a bit but you know it's it's funny because casey sounds like a great girl i've seen her pictures from uh, his wedding online and stuff and she sounds like an absolute saint she, she do everything except walk on water and ultimately i see this ending in a divorce with a restraining order protection from abuse everything and the oh, funny thing is dave geez. you're gonna be the one that drives her to that all right now what is it chris and i'm being totally honest here what is dave doing wrong what is Dave doing wrong? Yes, just explain to him. Woman. He's suffocating her. He just can't take it at face value. I'm going 14 hours. Does this make any sense to you, Dave, though, that the paranoia thing is nothing people want to be around? I'm No, it doesn't make any sense to me. It shows that I have love for this person. Plus, I'm gone a very substantial part of the day. Uh, Jay, uh, you're on the Manifest Show. Yeah, hey Dave, I have a friend of mine. She's had several boyfriends. By the way, I'm friends with her because I'm trying to bang her. That's the truth. But she has pictures of old boyfriends. And we come to find out the other night, I was like, why do you keep some and then some you don't have pictures of? Because And we found figured out those are the ones that banged her out well. She's always had the best sex and best time. 
and those are the ones that she kept. So hopefully that's not the case with your wife. Yeah, I figured. I don't know why why these photos. I keep finding little photos, finding them all over the place. It's like, uh, do you think they're being left for you to find? I, I do. I feel like it's like a nightmarish Easter oh, egg hunt. Just so you know, this he's getting in your kitchen now. Obviously, they're not being left for you. Well, you I mean, know where you're being played when Fez is on your side. Right. Okay, I'm just going to point that. I'm going to give you that one. Okay, but the box was front and center. I mean, it's like, was here. see this room? It was like if the box was this chair that's right in the center of the room. And I go into Would the Would you go back zone. to what I'm saying, that sometimes women keep things that aren't important to them, and men would only keep something that was really important to them? Do you get the difference between the I, two? I do get what you were saying, especially about the visual memory. Right. That makes a ton of sense. My point is, why do you want that visual memory when you, um, when the guy left you in the middle of the night with you know, a, a quite a deal of debt that he uh, charged to your credit card? You know, why do you want that visual memory? What, what's the po- I, I would think I wouldn't want that visual memory. I understand. It's just that women are... Oddly different than us. That's all. Uh, here is um, here's Brian. You're on Fez. Hey, Dave. I agree with you 100%. Same situation happened to me. Dating my wife. Well, she's my wife now. I was with her for about six months. Came across a box that had all, you know, all these pictures of her exes in there. I went nuts, flipped out. I grabbed every one of them out of there, put them in a pile, and set them on fire. She has no right to have anything laying around. All right, now, Dave. Of old boyfriends. Uh, now, this is uh, Brian from PA. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. you want? Do you want to sound like you're from PA, Dave? Is that the way you want to live your life? Like you're from fucking Pennsylvania? Well, I'm originally no, from New York. I lost my accent. <laughs> I mean, I don't harbor any ill will towards people of PA. I grew up there, and I know madness. All right. Okay. Those fucking people are. Crazy with their chicks. <laughs> Crazy. Well, maybe that's, you know, Philly's only an hour away. Maybe I've, it, it kind of... You do get Philly TV. Yeah. And I see your eyes right now, and your fucking pupils are fucking pinpricks. <laughs> you look like you've been down uh, in fucking South Philly, copping angel dust right now. <laughs> and that black dust. Treat it with fucking uh, black tar heroin. Okay. All right, so you're getting fucking wired on me. All right. And I don't want... I mean, I'm even looking over at Pepper Hicks, and I see him tisk tisk in you. Tisk? Yeah. Tisk tisk. Um, <laughs> two tisks? Here's Darren in Missouri. You're on a fez. Hey, Davey boy, I agree with you 100% too. Stick by your guns. And- That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stick by my guns on this one. I don't want the photos of the, the person there. We're going to have a compromise. Now, the other side of it is, wh- what do you want from me? I'll, I'll be, I'm willing to negotiate, but I, I am not willing to barter on no pictures of exes in the house. That's just not going to happen. Not, not in Davy Max Castle. What about half of the smoke zone as a craft area? I wouldn't be down with that. I think the smoke Again, zone you're has... you're taking him fucking serious. Where he's happy now. He could just sit up high and throw darts down. All right. Well, I'm just saying that craft area wouldn't work because the smoke it, it, would waft it, it, over. He doesn't fucking care anyway. He's fucking working you. Um, let's go over to uh, let's go over to Jimmy College Station. You're on my face. 
Yeah, uh, Dave, it sounds like you don't want to be in the relationship anymore. I I've do. been in a similar situation where I, I, I blew up absolutely everything because I didn't, didn't realize how badly I didn't want to be in the relationship. And it just seems like every single thing you're, you're trying to pick out as some sort of thing that she's trying to do to you when you need to just man up and say, I don't want to be in this anymore. I'd rather just be in my smoke zone. No, that's not the case with me. I want my Please family. be brave enough to say that. I will be. But be brave it's... enough to say that, Dave, instead of acting like the way you're acting. Well, the I... weed's taking over your life. Let's I... face it. I don't. It's not. He's gotten. He smoked five joints total. You're mad with reefer. <laughs> total. I know. I feel... And you know what? I want to jump out this window right now. But here's the thing, Dave. Yeah, or, or put a kid in the oven. Most people fucking get high. They just don't feel the need to broadcast it immediately. <laughs> well, it's so new to me doing it sober after a decade and a half of it's all being, he talks about. being on the bench. <laughs> I know, and your your fucking Twitio stinks. Uh, here's Craig. Craig, you're on What's going on, buddy? Yeah. Hey, Davey. Man, it's almost sad to watch, man, because I'm watching you slowly self-destruct like we've had to watch Fez do over the years. You're going to have to work on it, man. I've been through all this with my first marriage. I cared about pictures. I cared about what they wore. And really, all you do ultimately is push them away. And you you do push them away. In- to exactly what you don't want. Don't listen to these fucks calling in going, hey, you got the right to do that. You don't own her, man. She's your partner. She's your wife. She chose you because she loved you. You got a great sense of humor. You got to mm. quit looking at yeah. these pictures going, oh, this guy's better looking than me and everything else. It don't fucking matter. You got her. Let her have what she wants. Do you want her taking the songs out of your head that remind you of maybe an ex-girlfriend or anything else? Because that's all it Tiny is. Tiny dancer. Just, I think what you need to do then, too, is hit shuffle. Hit shuffle if the song comes yeah, up. Yeah, no, if you look at my Blackberry, Tiny Dancer is not on my cell phone for that reason. That song never gets goes into Dave's head because I watched Almost Famous with my English ex-girlfriend uh, and ever since I hear that song, I think of, of her so I don't listen to it anymore. It's ironic that it's playing right now, but that's not my choice. I wonder if there's an alternate, Dave, that's so happier with this girl that stopped her from getting on the plane. No, she, she developed a weight problem. Maybe she wouldn't have in the alternate universe. That's always helpful, though. She did kind of look like Penny, though. And then also kind of embarrassing to you. Yeah. Like, you don't even want to see your prom queen looking beefed up. You're like, no. This fucking ruins my youth. <laughs> you know, this What'd fuck you do this for? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> fucking had such good memories. It's like looking at Tyson fat now. But, Dave, the guys that you t- are taking, and I'm fuck. this is a straight shoot. The guys that you are taking fucking advice from are the guys at the bar with divorces who feel some kind of false pride about themselves. And then they're with some fucking bim who, you know, now that isn't somebody they would have thought of worthy before, but she just is obedient. Mm-hmm. Well, I see both sides of the issue. I just cannot, cannot uh, relinquish my high ground that an ex-boyfriend should not be in a person's house. Ch- uh, Chase in Texas, you're on a fez. Hey, buddies. Yeah. Hey, Dave. I just wanted to tell you, every time you have oral sex with your wife, you're licking that guy's dick. Alright, that's... that's what hey, hey, hold on, hold that's on. That's what you're doing. <laughs> every time you're on the phone to Ron Fez, you're eating pussy and, and fucking a lot of chicks, hot chicks, too. Dave, relax. <laughs> He's under my collar, though, and that's the problem. Uh, 
Here's Steve. Steve, you're on run Fez. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Hey, Dave, man. What are you so insecure about? So what? She's got pictures. You, she's married to you. You got kids together. Who cares? She had a past. Why should she be embarrassed or ashamed? I, this, is, this is the fucking thing. What's the worst thing that could happen by keeping these pictures? What's the worst thing that could happen by letting her have her memories? She would say, this man was nice. She'll forget about all the bullshit that happened. Say, you know, he was something special. Maybe I'll Facebook him, see how he's doing. That's how it starts. You Facebook, just, hey, what's up? Haven't spoke to you a long time. You know, just say, no, no ill will. I remember the good times. And then you keep going. And maybe it's a Twitter. And then maybe it's, uh, hey, well, you know what? Let's uh, Give me a call. And then it's, hey, let's meet for lunch. And then the next thing you know, he's got his 10-inch dick in my wife's mouth. And uh, Davey Mac is sitting uh, in his garage by himself. Purple so, haze. So the only thing that she is drawn by is dick size. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, though, she had a connection with this person. It's not too hard to reestablish connections, in my opinion. I did it. You're you're a little lonely. She's a little lonely. Davy Max going out of the house twelve out twelve to fourteen hours every day. Maybe hey, why don't you come over? It's three o'clock in the afternoon. Come on over here. Then what's going on? Uh, here's Nick. You're Ronnie Fez. Hey, Ronnie B. It's uh, kind of awkward. I kind of want to disagree with you on one of the points. Go ahead. Yet, uh, you made mention to the fact that, you know, men get a little bit more attached to things than women. There's some truth to that. When it comes to the relationship, I always discuss this with my wife. But when you're intimately involved with somebody, women are led by emotion. I could go out and stick three girls right now and not even think twice about it. When a woman does something, it's emotionally contrived. So it, it, these lingering feelings, everything that she's holding on to, it might have some, uh, have some truth back to it. I got to agree with Dave on this one. Emotional connection. So she has the emotional connection to that part of her past. Yeah, it's a, it's a significant uh, time in her history that she wants to hold on to. Yeah, I guess she does. I guess she wants to. You know what it almost reminds you of with women? You ever hear like those fucking uh, psycho killers always have to keep something behind or their conquest? Yeah. And you're always like, why would you fucking do this? <laughs> Dexter, what do you need the fucking things of blood for? It's just going to get you in trouble. But the only reason that we could talk to you about this, Dave, is there literally is no fucking talking to women about their emotions. They do these things, and like if you said, dude, I don't want you to have those pictures anymore. Oh, oh, I thought you meant uh, you didn't want me to put them out. No, I didn't want them. I went in the closet, they're in the closet. Oh, okay. Wait a minute, now they're in the garage. Oh, I thought you meant you didn't want me to put them out, or yeah. you didn't say... So finally, you're like, fuck, no, throw them out. Then you find a picture of somebody else. Oh, I thought you meant just that one guy. You yeah. know, this is going to go on forever for you, Dave. I know. I want you to understand something. You're right. You cannot change her. You can only change you. But we have had that discussion. What you just said, we verbatim We've had. We've all had discussions with women where they act like, oh, I thought you meant. You know what I mean? with these people. Yes, it's some kind of precision <laughs> thing. That they have. They're Don't all, be anti-semantic. They're fucking, they're all like Bill Clinton's. And then here's the beautiful thing about a woman. They also said, I would never hurt you for anything in the world. You just did. Oh. <laughs> Too late. And it's just something about those, um, 
I'm telling you, it's the thing about those photo strips that you get in the photo booth that set me off rather than just the photograph. The photograph's bad enough, but those things, They pose on. like, hey, let's have a special moment today. Yeah, yeah I mean, those you, photos are always fun. You're not going to see someone frowning in one of those photos. Well, not well, to mention, I, I do. I oh, do. really? I just take real mean pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to defeat the purpose. Mm. And not to mention, they're so small that, you know, she's obviously sitting on his lap. I mean... And sitting on his lap. So basically, the only thing separating them from having intercourse is pants. And the size of that booth. You could still shove it into her. What's that mean? Take those pants off. <laughs> so basically, what I'm saying is... You gotta I'm, do it quick. Those pictures come fast. I'm, I'm almost looking at my wife having sex with another man, is what I'm saying. Bob Raleigh, you're on a fez. Hey, first time, long time, guys. Yeah. Dave, you are a million percent right. When I got married, I took all my pictures and all my notes to ex from ex-girlfriends, threw it away, man. It was my own doing. I had no contact with these people again. She should have no contact, no reason to keep them. That's what Bro, I you said. Just stand strong, man. There's absolutely nothing. Well, what does that mean? That's what I said. That's it. I, I'm, I'm on your side. Thank tell you. Her, tell, her, tell her to go screw herself. So, wait, you're going to be on the side of somebody who wants you basically to get a divorce. I want to point out to you, Dave, <laughs> that everybody who agrees with you and you feel well about it, the end of that road is a bad one. Right. Well, The I'm, end of that road is a bad one. I'm not going to say go screw off, like he said. But I want you to understand something again. You cannot change her. You can only change you. All right? All right. So what you're saying is I should bring in pictures of my exes. No. What I th uh, what I say is you have to find a way to deal with it. Oh, that seems much it's harder. Awful. Why don't I just bring in the pictures of my exes and then we can play like a little like we can battle. Because that also goes to the same place. Yeah, that that right. uh, that ends at a bad fucking place. Yeah. That ends at a fucking bad place. Yeah. Now, if you know enough about me and Fess and you know enough about his passive aggression. You know what I mean? Where right. he'll be like, oh, I thought... I mean, Fez is the perfect fucking thing of that type okay. of deal. Where I'm like aggressive and he's passive aggressive, and I don't fucking stand a chance against him. He will always fucking win because he'll be able to outlast it. Yeah, it's true. He'll be able to act like he agrees with something, but then he goes off and does whatever he yep. wants. Because we had this same box, I'm pretty sure I've seen, I saw in Brooklyn. You have. You and it have, just keeps Dave. popping up like a it little. It will. Like a little elf. Yeah. It Ron. will. Like a little fucking divorce elf. And different photos tend to rise to the top. Hello! That's the way the divorce elf sounds. Mm. Hello, look, David, she's fucking with you again. All right, divorce elf. Give me that weed's laced. Uh, here's Eric. <laughs> Eric, you're on running bus. Hey, buddy. Hey, Dave. I always am I suspicious of the weed being laced. <laughs> hey, Dave, I got to give you some serious advice on this. Serious I've been down this road that you're going down about 20 years ago with my ex-fiance. We lived together for a number of years, and we'd been together about three years, and I started coming across old photos of her and whatnot, and I started getting the crazy, insane jealous and just like ron and another caller mentioned eventually this is going to end up with a, rest a divorce a re restraining order and or davy mac in jail because i ended up spending six months in a mental health hospital because 
I, I went so crazy jealous over this shit that I got locked up. She left me, and, I mean, it went horrible. It took me six months, you know, in, in a crazy house, and another year to get normal after that before I could get back into a decent relationship. And even now, every once in a while, I have to walk away from my wife with some of this stuff. I'm a truck driver. I'm gone three or four weeks at a time. And you just have to learn to trust someone because I did the same thing with my ex. I didn't trust her. I thought every time I was gone for more than three hours, she was banging some other guy. And mm. she wasn't doing anything. But I Wouldn't it be ironic that. if she was fucking someone right now, though, while you were pointing this out to us? <laughs> Weird. That would be the fucking coolest. Just like in a movie, it fucking pans over. She's yeah. just getting fucking drilled. Split screen it, maybe like, you know, like Woodstock. Oh, yeah, Woodstock, that fucker. I haven't yeah. seen that in a long time. You want to do split screen? That'd be cool, right? I think George Lucas tried it in the American uh, 2. Oh, yeah. American Graffiti 2. Um, Dan, Florida, you're in my face. Dave, did you take away Casey's Lenny Kravitz and Blink-182 CDs or forbid her from putting those songs on her iPod? Well, she didn't. She's never done anything with Lenny Kravitz. She worked for the band's keyboardist on tour. Secondly, the Blink-182 thing, I didn't see her owning any of those CDs. I do have a possible Lenny K sighting. Whoa. I Where? can't. I'm not. Where? I've, I promise I'm not allowed to say. Please. No, nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. Okay, but I'm still wondering what, where he is because I, I love him. You know, I used to love him. Um, and this is only what I heard from the person, and we can't repeat. Maybe you guys could talk a little bit while <laughs> sure. I'm writing something down. To it's going like, to be fun. Oh wow! And that's a possibility, all because of the tie-in. Wow. But some other supposedly decent names there. But I had to say, definitely not Yeah, uh, for the air. Wow, wow, wow. Um, and then who knows with that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I would not bank on it. Um, here's Nate. Nate, you're on Fez. Hey, buddies. Yeah. Hey, Dave. Uh, I commented on his Facebook about a year ago, and uh, her response to my comment was, thanks, hon. If she's talking to strangers that way, you might want to, you know, look into it. Well, what did you ask her? Um, I don't remember. I think it was something about the What Show, or I commented on your kid, or something like that. Thanks, and she hun. just said thanks, hon. Huh. People do say hun in the world. It's not a big deal. John, you're on yeah, I know, but she doesn't work at a fucking pancake house in the South. What, a little hun? For every fucking Tom, Dick, she and Harry did. on Facebook? I'd be over there all the time. <laughs> Um, let's go to, uh, John, John and PA. Oh, hey guys, how you doing? Um, just two things quick. Um, like when you were saying about, you know, this first argument about like the Facebook thing and how one thing can lead to the other, like 80% of that was like legit. Like it, it makes sense when you hear about that, but then you start going on about how, you know, his dick's going to be in her mouth any second and it goes from valid argument to insanity within like two seconds. Well, I, I, I'm. Uh, that's how I speak. I mean, I speak logically, but then images go into my head that I cannot keep in my mouth. Yeah. No, yeah. And, and the other thing was um, that I agree with you with is, um, you know, they were saying before how you know women keep things that aren't necessarily important to them, or you know, don't have really have any meaning. I'm like men, but you know, something unimportant is something you picked up when you went to the beach, something stupid, you know. But so a picture of someone who you've like slept with. 
is different than that, and it has different emotional attachments. I think so. Like I, I just I, think I feel for you that that when you're married, you make a commitment, and it's like it's, it's just. It's, I get it, but I don't think. Look, let's just fucking try to get to this because I know equality, blah blah blah. I just think men and women's brains work differently, and that when a man sees a woman do stuff like this, he's taken out of like, what would a man do about this? Now, when a man fucking breaks up with a chick, he really wants that in the rearview mirror, unless he still wants to fuck her. Right. So we know, hey, if we're staying in touch with a chick from our past that we broke up with, we're trying to keep her on the possible fuck list. Yeah, I agree okay? with that. That is a fact to, to us. That's just stone fact. Yeah. Could we agree that might not be the way women's fucking heads work? Now, you might be 100% right when you're saying any guy from her past that slept with her who still wants to be friends, she's still on his possible fuck list. Yes. Doesn't mean she feels that way. Now, you can say to her, look, I'm a fucking guy. This guy doesn't just want to be buddies, you know. Fucking stop marking out for this. That's one thing. But you've already put her on the defensive as if she's a guy. That's my only point to you. I understand what you're saying, but, but um, she does have, you know... Guy mentality, which is one of the things that I was so attracted I by see. her. All right. She likes sports. She likes the similar kind of movies. Uh, no girly music, you know. Um, and I like those are all the things that I liked. Uh, James, James, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Uh, you are a blessed saint in reality, man. How do you not call him by the fucking place? No, I mean, every... <laughs> I, you know, literally, I think the only fucking thing... I, I think everybody can relate to Dave, what he's going through right now, on some level. Sometimes you fucking feel like, oh, I got over this. Sometimes this kind of stuff creeps back up on you, and you experience it yourself. I don't think it's so... Uh, distant to people, I just think that people aren't as honest about it as Davis. That a guy's not going to normally show up at work and start going, I'm insecure about my wife and me. It, <laughs> guys just don't normally do that. <laughs> Where Dave, with uh, one foot in childhood, still fucking feels that way. <laughs> um, here's Chris in New York. You're on my face. Dave. Chris. You got you're, you're a fucking moron. I swear to God. Be a man. Don't you remember the Godfather? Be a man. Stop crying. She's your wife. She's going to cheat on you. She's going to cheat on you. I'm like you. I'm out of the house 14, 15 hours a day. I hustle two jobs. What am I going to worry about shit like this? Well, congrats. Dave, you got to put it this way. If all your fucking nightmares came true, right? Yeah. It wouldn't be your fault if you're being the good guy. If you're acting like this and your nightmares come true... We're all going to say, well, Dave fucking drove her to it. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I, I could say I could pull back, but every time I try and show uh, some maturity, then there's another photograph that's, you know. Tom, you're on running Fez. Hey, Davey Red. Hey, would you be willing to negotiate uh, not drinking or smoking weed in exchange for no pictures? First of all, um, I'd, I'd come to some Dave kind of would not stop drinking if it meant getting his fucking dad off an iron lung. <laughs> his biggest relationship in life is with alcohol. Period. 
No. That's his number one relationship. Mm -mm. Maybe one thing you should do is accidentally break the camera. I don't call on purpose. I don't call alcohol at ten o'clock well, in the morning. That stops you know? her from having future pictures. What stops her from having her past pictures? Yeah. Uh, here is Matt. Matt, you're on Fez. Hey, Ron. Yeah, I totally agree with you about the guys who stay friends with the girls. It's because they're on the possible fuck list. And uh, you said to Dave, why not talk to Casey and say, look, I'm a guy. I know how this works. And, you know, I tried that with my girl when some of her exes popped up and, you know, said, look, they, they still want to fuck you. And she said, oh, no, I, you know. I wasn't even that nice to them, and that was so long ago, and I've put on 20 pounds and all this, and they don't even buy it. Like, they refuse to believe that a guy is just being nice to them because uh, they still want to bang them. See, the thing is, girls try to look at guys, and girls are using their girl brains to try to figure out a fucking guy. Mm. Guys are using their fucking guy brains to figure out fucking girls. That's always a mistake. Now, guys can figure out a fucking angle on a guy immediately. Unless you're a fucking naive idiot. Yeah. Unless you're fucking Mark Mizark. Right. Then you're like, I don't know what's fucking happening. Unless you're Mark with a K. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> so, go back to this. This fucking guy, you know where the guy's coming from. You don't necessarily know where she's coming from. Yeah. Um, no, I don't. But, if, do I need to? If I've expressed my feelings in a calm manner months ago, do I need to know? If I sat and said, you know, I just kind of don't like these photos, right. do I need to understand where she's coming from? Is that important? All right, but you can be right in some ways and still be heading off the fucking false. Is it fucking... The way I'm going about the it. The way you're going about it. Do you want to be one of those guys who are you're going off Niagara Falls in a fucking little boat screaming... I told you so, <laughs> or do you just want to get over to the fucking side so you can move the fucking boat to a different river? I guess the latter is what I'd like. Because you can be right and have everything fuck up for you. There's a lot of fucking guys sitting in bars uh, who haven't seen their kids in years that are stone fucking correct. So what? Who wants to join that fucking loser right. fucking league? And no offense to 90% of the people listening. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, you're probably right. I should present myself in a, in a, in a better way. Kurt and Queen, Jeremy Fez. Yeah, what's up? How you doing, guys? Listen, Dave, man, you can't wake up. Casey is in love with you. All she ever does is talk about you and the kids. Um, and basically what you're doing is sabotaging yourself. You're going to you know. push her away from you. You're going to push her away from you so that you can say, look, I was right all along, just like Ronnie just said it. She's a sweet girl, and all you're going to do is end up hurting her and yourself. you got to cut it, dude. How do you know what she's talking about? What are, what are you, Facebooking her? Are, are you on the Facebook list now? Dude, I talk to you and her on Pile Talk. I talk to her on Twitter. Oh, I talk see? Wow. This is what I'm talking about. But she, yeah. All she does is talk about you, Dave, you and the kids. All she talks about is Stan and her brother and you. That's all she cares about. She's got two brothers. She's not going to fuck anybody else. You know which one I know she had two about. brothers. Yeah, she the has one? two. I thought she only had the one. By the way, that guy's driving me fucking crazy. I don't know how she doesn't turn her pal talk five <laughs> seconds into that guy. <laughs> I don't want to fucking... I'd be going crazy if somebody was saying, knew all these fucking things. I know, this is one point. Then, then now you're coming over to my side. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> See what this, these animals make you think about? <laughs> Does she have photos of her and Kurt? But that's fucking personal information. He kept going, too. Like, I know. You know. She talked about her mom in Westchester, and she needs a <laughs> manicure, and her dad is uh, having some tax problems. 
Jesus Christ, buddy. Uh, here's Scott in Wisconsin. You're in run Fez. David, buddy, listen. You only can do one or the other. You can be, you know, kind of, hey, this is how I want it to be. But if you're working 12, 14 hours a day, right, and you're coming home at night and you're only spending two hours with your wife and kids That's instead of time with them, you're sitting in the garage getting high and ripped and listening to the radio. You're not spending any time I with- do that when they go to bed. I spend as much time as I can, but they go to I get home 7 or 8 o'clock to go to bed. Stan goes to bed 9, Jules 8, Casey 10. That's that's how it works. 8, 9, oh. 10. You're fucking, oh, well, you got them on a swing shift. Well, it sounds like weather and traffic. He puts the bed on the ones. <laughs> that's when they go to bed. I don't right. choose the fucking bed So time. what time do you get home? Seven or eight o'clock. All right, so seven. Oh, good night. Sometimes I get home at ten o'clock. So you get one hour, two hour, three hours. With one them. hour with Jules, so she gets that hour. Yeah. Stan gets the next, and then Casey gets the the third. And then it's just you and the weed. If they go up to you bed, and Mary they, Jane, they, they leave me no choice. You're making out with Mary Jane in the garage. <laughs> the weed gets yeah. three hours. Gonna smoke this pot now. Gonna play some air hockey by myself. Uh, ben in Virginia, you're in Fez. Hey, Ron, you always make a lot of sense, man, but uh, on this one, I kind of got to go with Dave a little bit. Nobody's looking at the exit side. Nick is probably getting off on the fact that he's still got his ex with pictures of Dave, you know. No, no, Ben, look. Ben, if yeah. you would, if you go back and listen to me, I said Dave may not be wrong about the ex-boyfriends and their intentions, okay? Right. I, I tend to think, and we've all had exes we like, well, let's just keep that in the fucking tin because there was some chemistry there, and that's a possibility. And she gets a little fucking crazy, so that could be perfect. But it doesn't mean that the girl is going to be that way. Now, you no, normally right. only fucking keep the numbers of girls that you feel like you don't have to go through a lot of fucking rigmarole with to yeah. get back there. Absolutely, absolutely. That's why I had two and names women in my could book. be offended by that fucking talk, but that just is. What it is, what it is. It's very rare for a guy to do that Jerry Seinfeld, Elaine thing of now we just want to be buddies and there's no sexual tension. Yeah. Um, but doesn't mean that that's where Casey's head is, though. That's where you got to stop making that fucking connection. I know. It's just it's so difficult to not make that leap. Mm. You know. Uh, let's go over to um, Lily in Long Island. Lily. Hi, guys. Um, I really wanted to be Lily in Rochester. How's Brother Weez? Well, sorry to disappoint. <laughs> Who misses Lily? Come on. Hands up in the air. I miss Lily. Hand, well, but that, that's not a hand up. That's a yell out. All right. Everybody in the room has it up. Okay. Listen. Listen, Dave. Um, you're very insecure, and it's a real big turnoff. I mean, that's what I hear. If she's going to cheat on you, she's going to cheat on you all day while you're at work. You can't stop that anyway. You know what I mean? What are you worried about? Why not just worry about the health of your son? You know what I mean? Like, concentrate on the important things. This is so stupid. I never see where that argument is supposed to be comforting. If she's going to cheat, she's going to cheat on you. Well, what else is that? It may what be honest, but it's not comforting. Well, it, comforting isn't, again, what do you want to hear? She's never going to cheat? The fucking point is, we've already told him that. That's not comforting either. Nothing we've told him is comforting. The true fact of the matter is you don't have power over the other person. Even when the other person says, yes, I'm going to do, I'm going to get back into this, you can count on me. You don't have that fucking power. 
you only have your power and where you decide to put it. And if you think long enough, I'm putting my trust in the wrong person, mm -hmm. then you just have to take it away yourself and put that in somebody that's worthy of your trust. Right. Somebody that you can trust and wants to be in this fucking relationship with you. But yes, no, it isn't comforting for adults to hear the truth. But that is part of adulthood. All right, now this got sent to us by a young lady. Dave. Um, why is it a bad thing for Dave if a guy wants to fuck Casey? That might seem like a blunt statement, but why is that a bad thing that the exes want to have sex with her? And she's still friends. Because she, it, she could actually end up having intercourse with, right. with these people. I mean, that's the, the, the quickest answer I could possibly give. If a guy wants to fuck her, maybe she's feeling vulnerable. Maybe she's feeling lonely. I'm gone much of the week, you know, because I work on Saturday as well. And so maybe she, uh, that she, you know, she, she makes a mistake. I'm not saying that it's her fault even. I'm saying she's making a mistake. But it's a possibility. And then that mistake has lifetime consequences where I would never right. be able to erase that fucking image out of my head. Mm. So that's the reason. It's because I don't want her to actually have sex with people other than David MacDonald. Or right, various women I find attractive. Uh, the, the caller wants to know why, why can't you be more involved in her self-esteem? Make her feel attractive. Make her feel respected. Um, well, these guys don't do that either. I mean, what, right. you know, a Facebook message of what's up, you know, that, that makes her feel attractive. Right. Now, all of a sudden, that gives her well worth. Okay. Uh, here is uh, Kevin and PA. You're in Run Fez. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, Dave. I, I've been married 22 years and seven days from now, and life is too fucking short to, to worry about this kind of shit. You know, just... Tear that pussy up every chance you get. And even when she don't want to give it to her anyhow, make sure she's satisfied. If she's coming when you're fucking, you don't have nothing to worry about. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> we don't want this to come down to how good Dave is in bed. That's a frightening uh, aspect. I was told by my wife that I was very good in bed. Are you bed. keeping her satisfied now? No. Why not? Because it's very, there's children everywhere. They're like fucking gremlins, like hanging from ceiling fans. It's just, it's, it's a long. Stan's been sick. He's always yelling. So there's no time. There's no time for. I'm sure there's time. I'm sure there is time. But I'm, I feel like I'm tired often, and um, you know. Wow. Wow. Well, it's not wow. It's you know, I, I understand that, and I find her very. I've even said the other day, "Wow, you look fantastic." That's so I, I did tell her that. Yeah, that's <laughs> me. That's right. That's words words worth right there. I said you look fantastic, um, but I didn't do anything. Uh, Jen, Rhode Island, you're in front of Fez. Hey guys, um, Dave, honey, I just think you're fabulous, and I love listening to you guys. Perfect. And you. I really want you to feel better about this. I was, I wanted to give you a female perspective. I actually am. Don't hate me now. Give me a chance. I am a person who saves photos. I've got the little boxes, the divorce box, as you call it. Um, it's neatly tucked away. It, women just do.
do this. I think Ron totally hit it on the head when he said that, you know, you're feeling threatened by it because you're looking at it from a male's perspective where, oh, you know, I really want to have sex with this woman. Mm -hmm. woman. Whereas women, I I can't even tell you why. We have our boxes. We have our memories. And when we're 60 years old, we're going to sit with the box of Kleenex and go through it all and cry and blah, blah, blah. I I can't tell you why. Um, But the other thing I wanted to say to you, too, is that... um, you know, I mean, I don't know your wife, and, and women can be different. I mean, there are some out there who aren't lovely people. She sounds like a very lovely person. From everything I've actually like heard it. women say the same thing as agenda. They save these for when they're older. Strange, when they're man. much. I know, totally. It's just something it's like men do not relate thing. to. Yeah. And you look at her, and you're like, what? The <laughs> who okay, would here's... plan such a thing? <laughs> Here's like an extreme example. My husband, we have young, young kids. We have uh-huh. babies. And my husband had the video camera out the other day, and he was videoing our kids. And in the background, I made not a derogatory comment about a friend's child, but like I just, I made a comment with sort of an intonation in my voice. Right. And it was sort of negative. So I was like, oh, man, you got to get that off of there. If she ever hears this, you know. And he's saying to me, what are you talking about? When is she ever going to hear this? And I thought, well, when we're 16 and we're sitting around looking at videos of our babies and crying together. I mean, we will. Admit it. What you're saying is these are pictures for you to look at and videos for you to look at. After we're dead, you are planning no, 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 no. this sentimental time after our heart attacks or strokes. <laughs> oh, Jen, that's gross. No, it's I mean, like, hopefully you guys outlive us, Buzzy. While you're out golfing, <laughs> you know, you don't have to put up with that in your world. Everybody gets AIDS when they're still young and attractive, but the women go on forever. There, there's a woman <laughs> on my street. There's a woman on my street. Uh, whose husband died when when he was forty. This woman is now seven hundred years old. Oh my God! She's seven hundred. Wow. That's how long they live. Mrs. Yoda. Is that her name? She sits around and looks at her pictures and her videos. Oh, pictures look at I do. <laughs> um, all right, Jen. Hey, Dave. Can I tell you one more thing? Go ahead, honey. Why no, are you yelling at her? <laughs> You're just the best. Listen, I don't want to feel like I'm telling you what to do, and I, I'm totally in your in your camp because I know how it feels to feel crappy about a relationship. But um, it, you, I hear you talk a lot about how you're gone a lot, and I know that that's bothering you, and as it should. I mean, that's not an easy thing to have to live with. But I do think that <clears throat> if you spend – okay, here I go. If you spend – more quality time with your wife, and I know you're busy, and I know you've got all the kids and all that, um, but even an extra hour, you know what? Invite her into the smoke zone. Maybe she'll sit and listen to some music with you, or you guys can just have a laugh about something crazy, you know, and just make yourself feel all right, this really This more. really has turned into Oprah. We went from <laughs> really you. trying to help our friend into being an Oprah episode. Thanks, Jen. I'm st- I'm at least happy that she got Ag- the phraseology of smoke zone correct. Again, though, it goes back to their brains aren't like our brains. No, I didn't know that they. And I'm going to say this: it's very interesting that she brought that up because I was thinking about on Sunday I made my wife uh, clean the garage with me. Um, that was our big Easter Sunday, and most of it was her stuff. So I said, "You go through these boxes. T- tell me which ones I can throw out. Which ones I'll bring up to the right. attic." 
and she was getting emotional and I would, I would look over and she would she was crying when she was like looking at these things in the boxes and sometimes they weren't even photos sometimes they were like it was like a funny hat or t-shirt and I was like what's going on she was like it's very emotional for me to go through all this stuff and I was just like it's they're just possessions I they're just objects but but it's, but it's memories to them they I, I can't. they can't sit there and work their brain like a computer. Yeah. They actually need to put something in their hands, like a psychic. Oh, right. you know how a psychic will say, "Well, bring me your dead dad's hat." <laughs> right. These fucking and you'll never see that from a male psychic, just a female. <laughs> they need something physical, yeah. something to look at to have memories. It's really interesting because I I didn't even notice that until Sunday, and then Jen's call made me think about it. But, yeah, I mean, like, I don't have anything, you know, I mean, sometimes I get emotional when I look at Chipples the puppet. But besides that, there's very few things that I have, uh, ob objects that I have an attachment to. But she was, like, crying the whole day. And I'm like, yeah. also, she was crying because her back was hurting and she twisted her ankle and I was still making her move boxes. Um, let's go to Bill Trenton. You're on my face. Hey, Ron, good morning. Hey. I, uh, I fuck my ex-girlfriend all the time. And the, the very first time that I hooked up with her, just for a visit, uh, and her husband knew it, the, the only reason that I called her is because I wanted to fuck her. And uh, she's married with two kids, and uh, same deal. Her husband works all the time. He don't make a lot of money. He's a nice guy. But he doesn't make a lot of money, so she don't know what to do. She's lonely, and then uh, she likes hanging out with me because I, I, I'm not rich, but I make a decent buck. I stick uh, you're not helping Davey Mac. No. Uh, here's John in Florida. You're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie B. Yeah. Mr. Ron Ron Show. How are hey, you, pal? Hey, Dave. I, I want to know how many times Jeff made your wife come yesterday. Oh, you're fucking dead to me. You understand <laughs> yeah. me? Laugh come out, on, fuzzball. Man. How many times she made you come. Titties? My wife made you come seven times yesterday. Oh, my God. And you had to clean it up. All right. Stop <laughs> it. That you know, Dave, you got yourself crazy. These people, right? You got yourself fucking crazy. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a a a, a tribulous, uh three days. I don't even know what that word means, or I doubt very much it has a, a meaning at all. Does that have anything to do with tribbles? <laughs> then the trouble with them. Back to Star Trek. Always came around. Tribulating. It's a. It's a. It's derived from that. And Hicks, you're swearing all this stuff happens in the office as well. Yeah, he's fucking ass freaks out in the office. I can't help but think what the NASCAR guys think. <laughs> <laughs> Do not embarrass us in front of the, the NASCAR guys. Are thinking this? That boy's right. He's right as rain. Um, let's go over to uh, Russell. Russell, you're in my face. Hey, buddy. Hey, Davey, maybe you shouldn't uh, go uh, and whack your bag every night at the porn store on 44th and 8th, across from the Port Authority. All right, Th that has nothing to do with it. I, I, I don't know what bit. you're talking about. Have you seen this guy there? No, I don't know what Dave, he's talking about. Dave, Jesus is looking at you. Is he telling I'm the truth? I'm not doing anything with Jesus right now. It's the regular. Jesus is staying away from me. Have you been going into that porn place at 48th and 8th? Um, yes or no? I'm not going to... Right, so the answer is yes, because we're having a fucking honest day. All right? Now, yeah. you just look at me, and I'm being fucking honest here. You're telling me you're too tired to be with your wife, but you're fucking jerking off next to other men in fucking peak boots. <laughs> sometimes I go there to shop. Like, I go there to shop sometimes. Like, Do you go into the peak more, boots? More times. 
Occasionally, there's have been you jacked something. them? Um, tell, tell the truth. Don't waste my time. I touched myself. All right. Why a couple it, times? But I mean, it wasn't like I didn't jerk off. Okay. Uh, but why do you have time to masturbate in front of other men? It's uh, ran away. It's just it's very it's very luring. Like, but you say you have an hour a night with your wife alone time, right? Yeah. You can't make something happen in that hour. I can, and I will. Why haven't you tonight? Um, no, honestly, we've just been very busy. How long has it been? We we both have been very busy. How long has it been? Uh, a couple months. Okay, maybe. You know, honestly, you know, it it does revolve around a lot around the kids. There's a lot. I get it, and I know it's really hard. There just isn't a big break with Stan. There's it almost seems like it's every fifteen minutes or so that he's yelling about something. You know, if he's sick, he's sick. Then he then he throws up. Then he's hungry, but then he can't eat it. A lot of it because he, you know he'll throw it up some more. Then he's tired, but he can't fall asleep. And now his teeth are coming in. She's on her. She's trying to get to the Children's Philadelphia Hospital today. In fact, but she doesn't have any money. Um, here's Luke in Florida. You're on my face. Yeah, Dave, i got to warn you, brother. Um, I'm going through a divorce right now because of Facebook. I started know. out as just a contact about in mid-February, old high school fling. Next thing you know, she's banging him while I'm watching the two kids, three and five. That fucking... Facebook, you know what I'm talking about. Here, here's the fucking thing. You, in years past, people only had to worry about the high school reunion fucking thing. Because that always led to that what could have happened, and they fucking meet that guy that they used. To, and now Facebook has got everybody, so you can't move away from home. Yeah. And I don't know why everyone sees this as a positive. <laughs> I used to think it was fucking great. I've moved away. That's fucking great. That part of my life is over. We used to like that fucking aspect of life. Yep. Just in the same way, and I brought this up before, men refuse to leave childhood behind and have that just become a memory. Now they want to have their toys. They still want to fucking sit there as adults and watch cartoons. Now Facebook keeps us all in our fucking hometown where we grew up. What have you been up to? This is the same shit you used to say each other on a fucking corner until finally you said, I got to move out of this one-horse town. (laughs) Now you're making it into a one-horse planet. (laughs) Um, here is, um, here's John. John, you're on my face. John, gone once, twice. Gone. Uh, Keith, Phoenix, you're on my face. Keith, we got you? Hello? Uh, you're driving me crazy. Let me go over here to, um, our good friend Brazilian Julie. We used to be able to get this on Twitter, she dumped us all. Now we can try to get it live. How are you, Julie? Hi, guys. Hi, everybody. Yeah. Um, Dave, maybe, I don't know. This is the reason I save a lot of my things. Like, I like to look back and, like, look at how I used to look and dress and, like, like mm. I don't know. There's something about my past that seems, like... Shady? Like, I get to keep a part of my youth in some of those photos, you know? Like, I get to look back on myself... Not just like in the people in them, but like look at look back at me and like the fun I was having. 
You know, uh, I I understand, but you know, if you you. It sounds like the photos are are of you, not you and your yeah, boyfriend. Yeah, but like, but you said, and specifically with the photos, like the strip photos, like a lot of those, like it seems like she would look really cute. Your wife was like probably a really cute looking girl, you know, and she is still. So it's like maybe she just wants to keep it to look at herself. I mean, well, I know that sounds kind of silly, but again, we don't understand their brains, Dave. It's completely different to us. No, it is completely different because I don't understand why I do it either. I don't need old photographs and shit. Like I don't fucking need this. Are you shit like squirrels getting they nuts? Are. They I are mean, like this squirrels. Is, you Here's the winner thing. coming. It's it's really it really comes down to this. You can't ask anything of anyone else. You cannot. You can only let them be themselves. And you can choose to accept that or not accept that. I'd be totally, because you can't ask them. I'd be totally cool with that, but then I don't want to be asked to do anything. See, I don't want to be asked then to do stuff. What does she ask of you? Um, can I get home faster? Um, can I spend more time on Saturday? Uh-huh. Um, can I, you know? So then you have to say back, and without a fight. This is what I need to be me. These are the things that you need to be you, and these are the things that I need to be me. And hopefully they'll line up together. Mm-hmm. Because you can't ask things of people. You can't ask them to do something for you. It causes them such resentment. They have to be themselves. All right, I get, I get your point. I'm not going to... The only person who can ask things of people is Alex Trebek. Right. All right, Julie... Thanks a lot, buddies. Have right. a great day. When are you coming back to Twitter? When is that? I, I keep on forgetting. I have to change my email address for all that stuff, so I'm getting on that. <laughs> because until two, two friends has gotten very boring without you. I know. I know. I'm sorry. You need the madness. All right, bye, honey. Well, look, Dave. Keep your head up, and look, she really loves you. Okay, so don't give her such a hard time. All right. Brazilian okay. Julie. You'll Bye, never buddy. see, by the way, you'll never see a woman against another woman, will you? No. They're like fucking the bloods in the crypts over they there. They are. Jesus, Mary Joseph. That's the other thing about men. We compete against uh, men, and women compete against men. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. We are the on our own. We us. are on our own. Well, it doesn't dawn on us to gang up together. Yeah, it's true. And look, let's face it. Any man that was on your side today, Dave, was giving you bad advice. <laughs> he was giving you advice to end up in fucking divorce town. Right. Is that where you want to live? No. I am not getting a divorce. That's you want to be in the smoke happen. zone. I do want to be in the smoke zone. I just want to be in happy land. You know, that, that's what I call the entire house. I want to be in happy land. But I want to be happy in happy land. Uh, here's uh, Jason, California. Yeah, uh, I thought maybe Casey would stay off Facebook, Dave. If you quit, you know, jerking off that little pink-haired girl from Lady Town. The oh oh um, I, I don't know how to answer that. But your information's incorrect. Never jerk. Uh, Ray Rochester, you're on Fez. Ray. Yes. Uh, just I just want to say that. Uh, I think women are kind of like retards where they think they're doing well, they think they're doing everything right, they try hard, they're doing everything by their best standards, and they still fuck things up, like the Thanksgiving or uh, family functions and things like that. They, you know, they ain't trying to fuck things up, they just do. And, you know, it's like you said, different brains, different ways. Just different ways. It doesn't mean that they're retarded. 
<laughs> it just means, quite simply, that things mean different things to them than they do to us. And it's and this is really about the fact of can we adjust? Can we say to ourselves, does that mean the same thing as it would mean to me? Because mm-hmm. normally a guy is like, that's behind me. Yeah, that Unless is. I still want her on my fuck list. Right. I just hope that women are being honest with us when they call in, and because it sounds like women may have a fuck list themselves. Let me ask you this. How many friends do you have that are girls? Do you have any fucking women that you could go to? Because um, it may be zero help for you to talk to us. I, so I consider, like, Solera a good, like, girlfriend. Friend who's Solera's a girl. is very smart, particularly when it comes to men and women things. She might be a person that you can say... What does this mean? And she keep her uh, trap shut, too. She's got that Dominican old school thing. Code of silence. Yeah. Because when you are talking to men about women, you might as well just go and get advice from Monkey Island. (laughs) I don't know if I'll get advice there, but I'd like to visit Monkey Island one day. You live there. When I can get... (laughs) You're you're working on Monkey Island every fucking day. Um, some of these people just want to fucking piss you off. Some of these people, I'm looking through this. This is awful. I heard that Monkey Island's just bananas. Yeah, good joke. <laughs> Mal, California, you're on Fez. Fez. Yes. Just checking. He's here. He's here and doing half. Give me a pound, brother. Uh, when we get back here, uh, I want to talk to Chris Stanley a little bit about some of his problems. I know Fez has got a lot of stuff going on. Luckily, we fixed Dave's marriage. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's done and better than ever. Yeah. Strong. And better than Ezra. <laughs> but still... Decent band. But still less than Jake. So I want you to work <laughs> on it. You're better than Ezra, but less than Jake. Uh, we'll take a break. Uh, be right back with a lot of important stuff, such as in a big breakup. And this is what this is what always gets to us all when we see those people together. Uh, yeah, Jim Carrey and the girl from MTV were together. We thought they were happy. They had a, I'm gonna guess, retarded son. I don't know what was wrong with him exactly. Autistic autism. All right, so he's a painter. So uh, they broke up. If they can't stay together, how's Dave? How can any of us stay together? True. Uh, we'll pick that up. And a lot more. It's the Ron Fez Show. Among the few possessions he left to his heirs was a set of Encyclopedia Britannica under the names Ari and Uzi Tenenbaum. No one spoke at the funeral, and Father Peterson's leg had not yet mended. But it was agreed among them that Royal would have found the event to be most satisfactory. Fire! This on the sexless. Ron Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Just to sum up the Dave stuff, we all believe here that Dave is on the edge and acting quite crazy. Got a couple emails. One, 
from Fred Brooklyn who said he smoked that joint with Dave a long time ago. Dave got very weird, very paranoid, and pot isn't for everyone. Here, here. I agree with that one. And Shower Bench, who is uh, Fez's biggest uh, fan and always the nemesis for Dave, writes this. Casey needs to get rid of the pictures. Very surprised to see that. Uh, the way men do view these things is signs that she wants to fuck him again in the future. That might not be true, but he's not going to be able to understand that. So why are the pictures worth more than making him feel better? That is uh, an interesting uh, uh, point. And uh, she also says the reason that uh, she's keeping them she liked this guy. You don't keep pictures of people you don't. And they remind her of fun days when she wasn't his burden. She will romance them even more as time goes by. Mm. All right, so uh, let's jump into some Ichibans, Fezzi. And this is a weird thing to even say, but uh, we're into the normal Brett Favre uh, time of the year with the stories of Brett Favre. And the fact of the matter is this, Brett Favre just became a grandfather. A grandfather. Hard to believe, huh, Fez? Yeah, my grandfather, he whittled. We had to pull, you know, he had to hold on to us and we pulled him out of the chair, you know, so he could get up. So strange having a grampy in the NFL. I don't know. I'm sure we've had that before. I don't know whether we've ever had it with a quarterback. I never recall uh, a quarterback being like that. Dave? He, would, he would be the first grandfather quarterback yeah. in the history mm -hmm. of the entire league. I'm sure there's been a lot of defensive backs, if you know what I'm saying there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Turning it over <laughs> fast. Um, the fact is, I think this should make the other guys um, think twice before they hit him hard. I really don't think you want to knock Pop-Pop down and hurt mm -hmm. him. What's going to be weird is watching a Vikings game when the camera goes to Brett's granddaughter cheering him on in the well, stands. See, here's the weird thing. I didn't even know the guy had kids. I knew mm -hmm. nothing about his personal life. So, I mean, the reality of it is it doesn't change anything. Can he still be a QB in the league? He's definitely in the top 25%, if not top 10% of quarterbacks playing today. He rocked it in fantasy last season. <laughs> I'm sure he did. He kept you alive, didn't he? Uh, Dave, would you like to see the guy come back? Uh, just for this grandfather angle, I'm never, sure. I'm never a big fa fan of Favre, but uh, still the grand, and he has to almost be the minimum age that grandfather can possibly be. Well, I mean, let's face it, you could be 28 and be a grandfather <laughs> if, the, if it works out for you. Yeah, I, I meant. I think you know. Whoopi Goldberg was. Uh, you might want to look that up, but I know she had a kid. When she was really young, and then her kid had a kid when they were really young. Um, so she was incredibly young when she was a grandmother. I remember hearing the story, but I don't have the actual names. So it can be. You could, you know, be a grandparent when you're 26, really. Mathematically. You're going to hope that doesn't happen, though. Now I just want Favre to do it all. Just stay until he's 55, 60, 65 years old. Now let's see how long this guy can really take this thing. Now that we're the ground, I'll go to the complete opposite direction on him. Now stay forever. Mm. All right, also we brought up the uh, Jim Carrey 
and Jenny McCarthy is her name. Uh, got a big divorce. They now, they, well, not even a divorce. I don't think they were married, were they? No, they weren't married. But they were living together, so it's all butt married. Gay married, I like to call it. Uh, and they announced their separation over Twitter. Now, Hicks, I know you keep up with the technology, but has more personal information come out over Twitter than MySpace, Facebooks, and blogs combined already? Oh, yeah, completely, because Twitter got adopted by the media where Facebook, MySpace, everything else wasn't. Because they all missed the boat on that, so everyone adopted Twitter, then celebrities started jumping on it, now there's no more need for fucking press releases or whatever, and now everything, every, people are just following them and saying whatever they want. It's so clean, it seems like, with Twitter. You get 140 characters, so you you can't possibly go into a long explanation. It's a short, clean statement. With no questions asked. Jim in Iowa, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, how's it going? Uh, talking about grandparents, uh, Loretta Lynn was a grandmother at age 32. Age 32 for Loretta Lynn. Yep. So, and that would be 16 and 16. Whoopi was 34. Whoopi was 34, so Loretta Lynn beat you. So this would be like Dave already being a grandfather. My mom, wor my worried that his grandchildren were cheating on him. My mom got to be a grandmother at the young age of 67. So I guess Loretta Lynn's <laughs> fucking safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was. She was definitely safe. She was safe there. Uh, first time in history, uh, ABC's Dancing with the Stars outdrew both editions of American Idol last week. This uh, Dancing with the Stars. A juggernaut. A juggernaut of a show fest. Here's what I don't understand. With American Idol, Math? well, that especially. But with American Idol, they even they had those bad auditions that they start with and people tune into this. People watch this Dancing with the Stars without even saying, oh, I hope Pam Anderson's tit pops out or I hope someone falls down. How do we know? It's. It seems like they're just watching it as fans. I don't get it. No, people have fallen down. You get to see people embarrass themselves on that show. I have never watched the show completely, but I have seen plenty enough clips. Mm -hmm. And there's uh, tons of embarrassing things that happen on that show. Tons of embarrassing things. And your favorite comedian. Oh, Tom Bergeron. When we started to know that Fez had lost it, we were at JFK. And this was pre-heart uh, attack. And we said... Everyone was going, who was their favorite stand-up comic at the time? And he said, Tom Bergeon. And everyone goes, who is that? And he explained it was the guy who, what was the game show he had before that? Well, he hosted uh, funny videos. No, he had something. He oh, had, Hollywood Squares. Hollywood Squares. Uh, Tom Bergeon. And we're like, okay. Monster show for the middle of the country. Monster show. They uh, recently voted off Buzz Aldrin. I don't know what's happened to America. I can't sit around and say Idol's any better. It's a ridiculous show. And there's five other dance shows on television with, with nonsense. But they, they modern dance. Oh. You need to ballroom dance and cha-cha-cha and have C-list celebrities to do it. Let me guess. I've never seen it, but does the judging com uh, panel consist of a sympathetic woman and a, a grumpy English guy? I don't mm. know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the same show. It's the same show. All of them are. Uh, Anthony, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie B, BAC 1067. Pua! Pua! Thank you. Oh, thank you. 
April 23rd, 10 p.m. on Stars. Season 2, Party Down Begins. I will be uh, watching. I am completely upset because my favorite character from it got uh, taken by Glee. And I refuse to watch Glee for doing that. Jane Lynch. The great Jane Lynch from the uh, Christopher Walken films. Now, I am happy for her because she's making buckets of money and she's a big star finally because she deserves that. I just can't watch Glee. Uh, I I hated the last two or three seasons of, of of Nip Tuck, and it's the same creators, so I won't watch it for that reason. They do Glee as well. Mm-hmm. I've never watched a Nip Tuck. Yeah, the first two I watched Nip Russell though. I thought he was great. Always had a funny poem. You don't like um, Jane Lynch's um, like uh, partner in Best in Show who who replaced her on the series Party Down? Oh uh, no, she hasn't been replaced by her. Oh, she hasn't. It was only the one episode. Uh, she's being replaced. By the girl from the gay show, the drunk girl that was on the gay show for many years. Oh, yeah, who had her own talk oh, show. Megan Mullally. Yeah, her. Good work. Real, yeah, it's it's tough. It's a tough mood. I'm, I'm definitely going to give it a shot, though. Brian, you're on my face. Hey, uh, didn't Marie Osmond fall down on uh, Dancing with the Stars one time, or she fainted or she something? She fainted. That, that was a big YouTube running video. Uh, and there's, it's kind of funny to see someone faint, particularly when they're all dressed up. You know, because they start to go, and then boom, they just go down hard. And you know someone really fainted when they don't even put their hands out. They just fucking face bump it. Boom. Um, going back through some of the news, going through Ichiban's... We were watching Donovan McNabb yesterday, and he uh, pulled a gimmick where he shaved his beard but left this really big, thick mustache. Ironic facial hair is all the rage these days. It really is. And you know what? You can only get away so far on irony and just say I like a big thick stash. But McNabb looks just hysterical because it's aged him. <laughs> like shaving a beard has aged him. And he almost looks like he should have an old-fashioned barbell. <laughs> like with the big balls on the side of it that say 150 pounds on each side. He just has a 1930s look about him. He, he sort of looks like Dudley's father from Different Strokes, if you remember. No, I don't. I don't remember Dudley's father. It's a good look. It's an old Billy D. Williams throwback look. Mm. Maybe he sees himself as a throwback quarterback. Yeah, I don't think uh, black quarterbacks can ever <laughs> think of themselves as throwbacks. As far as he can go. They go back to Jefferson Street <laughs> Joe Gilliam. Joe Gilliam? Was that his name? Jefferson Street Joe? The first quarterback who turned into a heroin addict. Sandra Bullock has made an announcement that there is no sex video. There's no sex tape with her soon-to-be former husband, Jesse James. There was a short rumor that there that he had a Nazi sex video. Didn't work out that way. So she was like, there is no tape and there never will be one. This is how distraught she is. She thinks she may have to go back and do one with him just because the rumor came out. You're not going to have to do a sex tape with him. It would be the most famous sex ta celebrity sex tape ever, though. This would be leaps and bounds over the Pam Anderson one, the Rob Lowe one. Um, I think Pam Anderson is probably the biggest of all time. I, I would think so. Uh, there was... Uh, Paris Hilton had a big one, but I do, and I don't have figures for this, but I always thought it was Pam Anderson was the number one. 
And then you have a quick drop-off in Celebrity, where you go immediately down to China Doll and Mini Me and Screech from Saved by the Bell. I don't even know about any of those. I didn't know Screech had one out. Yeah, Screech did one on purpose, where he did a porno on purpose to release it. Mm. So with Sandra Bullock, I mean, if, if this thing existed, it would be fantastic if it got out. And... You would watch it, Fez? I would watch this just to see uh, a Blindside, Leanne Tui in this thing. Mm. This would be, I would go see this before I saw Blindside. I think this one you would actually call Backside. The Sandra Bullock sex tape. The Backside. Backside. Mm-hmm. You could go Miss Congenitals. Oh, because now you're doing the porn, the funny, you take the name, put in the porn right you have to take something that she's already done right then you twist it into a dirty porn name gotcha and it would have to be one of her films yeah you would have to do it with a sandra bullock film gotcha all right so you had what the backside backside for blindside what mm -hmm. else you got i and i had miss congenitals for miss congeniality you might be able to work in this field fuzzy this we may have <laughs> finally found a use for I don't know how well something it, I'm good at. I don't know how well it pays. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't. I don't know if they they do it for big money, but it does help the marketing. Yeah, but you have to. That's the, but the trick is you have to work off of her filmography. Yeah, gotcha. All right. So I mean, if you had the net, it could either be the nut or the nad, I guess. Let me give you this. What about the wet? Oh, better. Just go with the wet. And there's just like the opening cartoon. So they put that cartoon. She's just fucking pouring out of her panties. If this is something I do in my spare time, I'll have to call you sometime. Yeah, what sure. Bounce them off. What do you have for the nut? Bounce them off me. I'm here. I have a meeting in five minutes. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to her IMDB. It looks like you've got a couple ready, but I'm going to try to catch up with you here. Right, what else you got? I got grope floats. Grope floats from her from her fantastic film Hope Floats. See, I would go for that, even though it doesn't rhyme as much as yours. But what about just come floats? <laughs> I think you I would, would still know what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, I think it would be. Yeah, if you had Bullock, you know, at the top of it. All right, what else has she done here? Let's see. She's done. Uh, well, her other big hit last year was the proposal. Uh huh. The prophylactic. Mm. I don't know if that's stretching too much. Gotcha. Um, proposal. You got a hoe in there somewhere. Can you run with that? Oh, hoe floats. No, hoe proposal. Oh, hoe pros. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Tony. Tony, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Hey, Fez. Instead of the movie uh, Speed, how about Seed? Seed. Seed instead of Speed. Well, if you threw in water sports, it could be Peed. Peed and Peed 2. I like the it. Sequel. I like Peed. The Suckwell. All right, what about for proposal? It's pro hoser. No, it's it's not as easy. The sometimes. pro hoser, um, Matt. What do you got for us? Hey, what about Fezzy's favorite twenty-eight dicks? All right, she did what? Oh, she did twenty-eight days. Could you do twenty-eight gays and it's just twenty-eight different fucking girl-on-girl -girl action? I don't know if the plot takes us too far away. Uh, Jason in Orlando. Uh, off of Demolition Man, Dual Penetration Man. Dual Penetration Man might be able to work for it. And we probably can get Sylvester Stallone. Easy enough. It's weird to think this. She's been a star for like 20 years. Oh, yeah. And looks almost exactly the same.
Yeah. She looks the same now as when she was shooting the sex tape while you were blowing. Um, what about All About uh, Steve? She did that last year. All About Summer's Eve? I don't know. Jeez, oh, that's just craziness. I could even go back to All About Peed. And it might be able to pull the peed back in there. Might be way too um, many of these, though. Bald about Steve. All about Steve. All right, what about... What about all about Steve's cock? And just leave it at that. <laughs> Sometimes simplest is better. All about Steve's cock and balls. Um, here is uh, Paul in Jersey. Uh, yeah, instead of uh, a time to kill, it's uh, a time to swill. Come. Um, a time to swill or a time to spill. Um, Chris, you're on Run Fuzz. Hey, don't forget her big hit, Demolition Gland. That might work out for us. Oh, interesting. Go work out for the man part instead of demolition. Brent in Alabama. Yeah, going way back for this one. Love Potion number 69. Love Potion number 69. <clears throat> Not a big film, but yet, who wouldn't like to see this? Um, Seth in Jersey. Hey, what's up, buddies? How about instead of 28 days, uh, 28 dudes? Uh, all right. I still like 28 Gays. I know it's not going to sell as much because a lot of guys don't like gay porn. But if she's just forcing 28 gay guys to bang her. Uh, here's our good friend Tom in Portland. Hey, Tom. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I've got uh, never mind the bollocks, here's the bullocks. All right, I do. And that's for a punk thing that people yeah. might get into. Hopefully they'll get into it. All right, Tom. I appreciate it, buddy. Tom in Portland. Perhaps the no funniest of all the Portland people. Dan in Tennessee. Hey, guys. Instead of speed, it could be DP'd. DP'd. And then DP'd yeah. two, which is redundant. That'd be quadruple. Uh, here's uh, Mark. You're on my face. Hey, how about uh, 28 lays or uh, raped while you were sleeping? Oh, I liked raped while you were sleeping. I wish this sex tape actually existed. All right, for instead of while you were sleeping, could we do while you were leaking? Is that too much? <laughs> I, I like I, it. I don't know. I don't know. It's not as sexy. It's better than all about Summer's Eve. That's for fucking <laughs> sure. Um, here's Rocky. You're in Fez. What's up, fellas? Uh, yeah. How about all or Mount Steve? All or Mount Steve. Tom in New York. Instead of Judge Dread, she does a scat movie called Fudge Dread. Uh, let's go over to uh, Sean. You're on Uh What about the Lake Whorehouse? Oh, she did Lake House. Yeah. I'm thinking the Lick House. What about Lake Whore? And she's just out on that <laughs> lake all summer. Well, it's <laughs> time for another vacation to Lake Whore. By the way, yours, Fez, <laughs> tend to seem like they're written by eight-year-olds. Lick House. <laughs> Um, here's Randy. You're on running Fez. Oh, uh, big S307, buddies. Oh, we haven't talked to you in a long time. Hoo what do you got, Randy? Uh, the anal secrets of the oh yeah, oh yeah sisterhood. All right, this one's dead. This has <laughs> moved up top. It's wordy. No, it's perfect, though. Because the original. What are you wordy? She hasn't done as many films that have noticed. Like, some of the fucking films... Uh, you would know the title, but you didn't know she was in it. Like she was in wrestling Ernest Hemingway. 
Which is again going to be wrestling under seven ways balls. It's just I'm going <laughs> for easy. most of mine. I'm just adding cocker balls to the title. Um, we're Brian, shopping. That's all. Brian, you're in Menifez. Hey, while you were seeping, while you were seeping instead of while you were sleeping, <laughs> Paul in Florida. Hey, instead of taking taking it in the ass. Yeah, again, I don't know if people are going to remember or taking it that well. Robin uh, Delaware. Uh, instead of while you were sleeping, while you were swallowing. While you were swallowing. We've suddenly turned into a triple S match game. It seems like Dave's wedding. Uh, Don in New York, you're on Yeah, I got while you were queefing. While you were queefing nice. might work out for us. We haven't worked anything off of Crash yet, though. Okay. I, I worry about the movie Crash because this was her only real... Oscar-winning film, and that mm-hmm. was up there. Um, here's uh, Mark Yarmonifez. Instead of crash, gash. Just simply gash. <laughs> ah. Just gash. Doug, Jersey. Instead of the blind side, how about the brown eye? The brown eye. Fez, what did you have? I had the back side. No, the back side, again... Cute, a little immature though. I think the blind side needs something a little more. Attra- Let's suppose there was just a video called the backside. Hardcore fucking uh, horn dogs like Dave and Pepper Hicks just wouldn't buy. You need something that really jumps out at people. Um, Doug in Canada, you're on a Fez. Oh, from two thousand. The movie was Gun Shy, but now it's Come Shy. Come Shy. Now, I don't even remember the film. Uh, Andrew, you're on Fez. Uh, the For- Forrest Whitaker directed Come Floats. Uh, Andy, you're on Fez. Yeah, I want to see her get into some gonzo point of view while you were gaping. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. First of all, good news. This doesn't exist. Yeah. And why would it? There's no way Sandra Sandra Bullock has too smart, right? Has been filmed all her life. She knows not to do. She's this. not this type of person. Because this would cost her her America's sweetheart. Mm-hmm. But I got news for you. I now think of her as America's sweetheart, and I didn't before. And I can't wait for her next film, whatever it tends to be. Hopefully, it won't be one of these uh, porns we're waiting to to come jumping out us. Bob, you're on Run Fez show. Light a, just light a fucking candle over there, dudes. Uh, what do you got, Bob? Yeah, I want to say instead of what about Steve, uh, what about, or it's all about Beave. It, it's all about Beave. Or what about Beave? Not a bad idea. Not a bad way to go with this. Uh, Peter, you're on the Run of Fest show. Peter, we got you, pal? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Ronnie. What do you say? Uh, I got a strap-on film for Hoke His, Poke His. All right. Again, not that well-known of a film, but I love your title. Hoke His and Poke His. Um, here's uh, Jason. You're on Run Fez. Jason. Yeah, I bought Sisterhood of the Traveling Gash. Not sure I'm that crazy, but I really liked where we were going earlier with Randy. Uh, Brian, Connecticut, you're on the Run of Fest show. We've got uh, Practical Vaglick. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 
Anything else we could do with the net, Fuzzy? What was yours? I had either the nut or the nad. What about the nip? Ooh, that's good. I do like the wet better, though. Some of these I don't even know that. I didn't know she did fire on the Amazon. Oh, some of these is before she became a big star. Love potion number nine. Uh, what about love portion number nine inch? Love poking. She was in Working Girl, the TV show? No idea that. And what was Loverboy? Loverboy? Wasn't that like a Patrick... Dempsey movie? Patrick Dempsey film where he was going around uh, basically hooking up with a bunch of cougars. He was the pizza delivery guy. In 2005 she did this film? Oh, no. Been, yeah, this no, no, no. Oh, this has to be a different lover boy. Yeah, then. she was in Infamous, which we could change, I guess, to In Amos and just have it about her going up a guy's ass. She was in Two of, two of in by my C, I remember, which is you know, Two of by Pussy. Um... Spencer, you're on Ronnie Fez. Hey, Ron, how about Blindsided by Nazi Cum? All right, now we're talking. Jeremy, you're on Ronnie Fez. A new Mandingo film called Demolition My Cunt. Loving it. Ralph in Delaware, you're on Ronnie Fez. Miss Congeniality. All right, now we're going hardcore, Fezzy. Yours, okay. yours are cute and right. fun. I don't think we're going to get the sales out of them. They're not going to catch the eye sitting up there on the shelf in the porn store. The brown eye, yeah. if you will. Uh, here is, uh, Chris, California. Yeah, why doesn't she just fuck the football player and make the black side? All right, the black side could be a huge film. She's with her husband, she's with the black guy, three of them are together, with the daughter, the coach, and, of course, uh, Lou Holtz during his quick <laughs> thing when he comes on there. I really want this young man. Uh, Chris in Texas. Yeah, instead of miscongeniality, misinfoality. Now we're talking. We're getting something going here. Well, that we're gives painting you, a picture. Yeah, that gives you a little insight into the plot. Insight, I get it. Uh, here is uh, Mark in Wisconsin. Go ahead, Mark. How about, how about Miss Bestiality? I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And Fez, this isn't taking anything away from you. You took the boat. Uh, you took the toy boat, you put it on the shore, and you pushed it off the beach. Now let the waves carry it. Sure. You're just there at the beginning of this thing. Let it roll. Now you can sit back, let, light up a fucking um, Virginia Slims, and just let this thing go viral. It's time to go viral. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Eric, what do you got for me, pal? What's up, Marvin? One, two, six, four, seven. Hoo-ah! Check it. She has a movie in development called The Sprinkler Queen, but they're expecting it to be a huge success. So they're also working on the porno, The Tinkle Queen. Right. Yeah, I like it. Going in, uh, we're going further towards the future. Pre-production. Mike, Mike in Jersey. Hey, guys. Uh, instead of love potion number nine, love potion in your eye. Love potion in your eye. Uh, look who it is. It's our old friend, Cigars and Scott. Chase Cigars. Guys? We haven't had enough biblical porn. We need something set in the Garden of Eden. All about Eve. All about Eve. Porno in the Garden of Eden. I guess she's fucking a snake in that one. That's bestiality. Not a big fan. I had mentioned what about all about Summer's Eve earlier. Yeah. Still not catching on. I don't know why you think Summer's Eve would be sexy and draw in uh, a male audience. Um... I not to accuse you of anything, Fez, mm -hmm. but gays are obsessed with the fact 
the, in their mind, the vagina smells awful. And I can't imagine. I don't even know if women know this, but gays are always doing stinky vagina jokes with each other. And oh, like, they'll they. be somewhere and they'll be like, if they're married to a woman, they're always like, I can smell her filthy cunt from here. Mm. You're like, mm. calm it down, bro. It's not this hideous fucking stink pit you've got it out to be. Um, here's uh, Chris in Jersey. Hey, it's up for big gangbang film, Herder by Numbers. Herder by Numbers. Uh, Bobby in Ohio. How about a uh, cop comes through it? A cop comes through it. Sean in Georgia, you're on running Fez. How about two of by Curious? Here's Rob. Rob, what do you got? Instead of murder by numbers, how about murder by Hummers? Uh, let's go to Bob in Mississippi. Precognition. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Dave in Ohio. Yeah, how about the grind slide? The grind slide. Do you see what they're doing, Fezzy? Mm -hmm. They're taking this a little further than you did. Yours were cute. They were sweet. But these guys know what is going to move the DVDs for us. More into did the we, porn realm. More into the porn realm, exactly. Um, did we ever find out what is the biggest celebrity porn tape of all time? Is it Pam Anderson? Pam or, Anderson sold the most. Or is there any even any way to know those numbers? You know, so many times the numbers are hidden from us. And I think Rob Lowe's came out when it was still VHS. And I don't even know if that was ever released. That the public can buy it. That was one that just made its way yeah. around. Yeah, Pam Anderson's came out on DVD, but it, even combined with DVD and internet, hers is the biggest. It's just gigantic. Yeah. Paris Hilton represented herself well, and, and the China thing sold more than I would have thought. Well, again, it comes down to this, and Playboy knew this a long time ago. We just want to see people that we know. It's more important than how attractive they are. But if you said to a guy... Do you want to see a beautiful woman naked, right? Or the receptionist from where you work naked? It's in a man to say, uh, say show me the receptionist. Oh, yeah, especially if there was a sex tape. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd watch anyone who we know that has sex tape. What if it was your own chick? <laughs> yeah, I'd... Uh... <laughs> You'd still watch it? Yeah. Oh, no, you mean with another dude? No. Yeah. Fuck that. Okay. <laughs> uh... He what part was hard to understand? Eric in Boston. Hey, how about uh, foreskin of nature? Thank you. Nick, Colorado. Love's motion in her behind. Chris in Wisconsin. Uh, fire in my Amazon bush. The Daily Leader. A nice DP fill. Two dicks, no ass. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. I don't believe this tape exists. And... You were offended that Sandra Bullock even answered it? Yeah, it's to me, it was like, who would think Sandra Bullock did this? This is the one thing she's commented on? Because here's what happens. Everything up to now has been true. Because it's been about Jamie. Or what's his name? Jesse James. Whatever. Yeah. I call him Jamie because he's my buddy. Jamie has been taking the heat. Now, as soon as they say her, and says, you look at this as if it happened to you... Or your sister, and you're like, that's what you come in. This stuff is done with marketing experts, PR people. Believe it or not, there are people in studios going, Sandra Bullock just got the Oscar, and this, her next film is going to be enormous. They're running numbers. They're actually doing marketing numbers. 
looking at demos as if she was running for president. And maybe she could right now if she wanted to. She's that big. Um, She'd have the sentimental support, that's for sure. But because we don't think she's wrong. This thing, you would offend a lot of middle America if you found out that she put out a tape or was in a tape. So now she has to put out the word. No, 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 no. Go back to hating Jamie. Jamie the bad guy. Um, And I wonder if him and Tiger have talked yet. If I was those two guys, I'd be on the phone with each other all night. You fucking believe this shit. Brian, Detroit, Ryan and Fez show. Alright, instead of uh, Miss Congeniality, how about uh, Miss Transsexuality? Get something for the fag. Uh, let's go over here to Randy in California. How about a time for drill? A time for drill. Uh, here's J- uh, We lost you. Here's a Maverick. You're on Ryan Fez. Yeah, uh, Lust Potion number nine, Bukaki in a bottle. And Mr. Butch. Yeah, how about speed into my backside? What more could you want? It gives us a speed. And then speed into my backside, blindside. All right, we're going to take a break here, Fezzi. Uh, but you and your heart of hearts think Sandra Bullock does not have a tape. I do not think she has a tape. She would be a, a huge fool to have a tape. It happens, though. It happens even to regular people. They think, well, we're so in love, this is just between us. We're so in love, no one else is going to feel about it. And then the woman, of course, saves it like it's a little present, and it comes out later. Uh, we'll get back here. We haven't talked to Pepper Hicks, and he's got something bothering him all day. Something's been driving Pepper crazy, uh, and he needs to get it off his chest. What is it, Pep? What's what's, yeah, what's it, the problem? It looks like I'm not even be able to go to the fucking party on Friday over some bullshit. Oh, my God. All right. Uh Personal problems in Pepper Hicks's life. He is everybody's favorite ironic hipster. Let him talk to us about it. Ron Fez. Number three, step forward. Hand the key, you cocksucker. In English, please. Excuse me. In English. Hand the fucking keys, you cocksucker. What the fuck? Ron Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Hey, uh, Chris Stanley, now you're telling us you might not make Earl's big party? Yeah, I have um, one of the last remaining members of my family coming into town, and I need their signature. I'm in a battle with fucking Con Ed mm-hmm. for this lawsuit. Right. And I have to become executor of the estate, and now I need someone to co-sign on it that's... Uh, basically, I knew my mom for 20 years, and her brother's the only person who has, pretty much, yet all her friends are fucking gone. Right. And I have to get him to sign this fucking paperwork, and he's only going to be in town for a day from Florida, and he's a cocksucker, so I have to go and try to fucking get him to sign this. Because okay. I had to beg him for fucking cash for the fucking funeral. So, it's it's just, it's fucked. So, I, I'm going to try to do it maybe right after the show, but I don't know. I might have to fucking go Maybe he'd like to come to a lovely uh, photography party with Black Rock It's not a, not a bad idea. Wine and dine him. Get yeah. that signature. Let him know. I was looking forward to those hors d'oeuvres. 
Yeah, the hors d'oeuvres is going to be fabulous. Lots of cold drinks. We're looking at Earl's beautiful uh, portraits. And the who's who. Of, uh, it will culture. be who's who. Some big names planned on. Some big ones. We'll see what happens. I'm all proud of Earl, though. I'm all proud of our little girl. Our little girl's all grown up. Well, Higgs, you have nothing but one problem after another. You're Dave, too, in my opinion. Yeah, it's, it's just a train wreck. You're all ready to fall apart. That's why I almost had an emotional breakdown with the phone fucking getting wet yesterday. Then I had to have a very late night uh, phone call with Fez Watley last night telling him that I don't believe that you do have uh, cancer. I'm more, I got lumps in my armpits. I think I have one in my chest now, so I'm not sure. Spreading. Um, again, just so you know, you took hot mayonnaise, rubbed it in your armpits, and kept it there for a couple of days. You probably blocked up some of your fucking pores. I mean, the thing I'm going to say to the doctor tomorrow, is, I'm going to explain all that immediately and hope that he just says, oh, that's it. That's got to be it. You were reading off a list of, uh, as you called them, symptoms. Yeah, because what I do, I get lump in, I get a lump in my armpit. Right. So I am compelled to go and search, search, hurry up and search lump in the armpit right. symptoms. And, of course, it has everything. Okay, let's go through the symptoms that you swear that you have. All right. I have the night sweats. No, by night sweats, you mean what? I mean, I wake up during the night and my clothes are soaking wet, my sheets are soaking wet. You sweat more than any human I've ever known and you always have. What else you got? All right, I have the oh, all over itchiness. I bitch at you for the scratching that you've done and I've done that for years. What else? Um, I also have shortness of breath. You've always had that. Yeah. So maybe, you know, this is the, the lump is the last symptom that I'm picking up here. No. It's the last one to come in. Most of these things have to do with Fez being Fez. Is it that you want to be sick? You like being sick? No, but when I find a lump and I've just, you know, and I've seen some things over the past couple of years that just makes me wonder, is there a family history also working against me here? Do you have one? Well, not with this particular kind of cancer, but uh, mother's side of the family. Oh, they all get it. So you get the heart attacks from your father and then the cancer from your mom. Yeah, I always figured the way I would go is the doctor would tell me I had cancer, the news would shock me into a heart attack, and I'd die in his office. You're a fun friend to have. You're just an up guy, and you always keep everything, just always keep everything terrific. So I get everything checked tomorrow. Well, take your mind off it. Let the fucking doctor deal with it. Let the doctor be the person. Who worries about this kind of stuff? So, and then I don't even know. I, I I don't know if it's just blood work, how they check it. Yeah. Do they have to slice into my armpit and look at this lump? I got, uh, again, I don't want to go through. You just let uh, the guy do it and mm -hmm. get done with it. Again, you're going to tell him you rub mayonnaise on yourself. He's going to laugh and say, this is what happened mm -hmm. to you. Gary, Virginia, you're on my face. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, you know, he's, he's given some of the legit symptoms there because uh, I went through this about uh, a year and a half ago. I just recently got a clean bill of health here. so Yeah, he's uh, given the, the legit things because he went and read it online, Gary, and then claims he had it. Again, as long as Dave has known Fez, he's had shortness of breath. As long as fucking Dave and Pepper have known Fez, he sweats like an animal all summer. 
It's 87 degrees in New York today. We had the world's shortest spring. We've leaped into July weather. Yeah, where did it go? It's already hazy out there. It was a hazy day. <laughs> Are you complaining already? You're already missing the cold? A, a little bit. There is nothing better. The, the springtime is great because the cool breeze is so wonderful. It may be the most wonderful creation Friday's of God's go- earth. Friday, tomorrow's going to be warm. Friday's going to be uh, spring again. And then the summer is going, I mean, the weekend is going to kind of be late winter, early spring. It's going to be a little chilly this weekend. It's going to be like 50s as a high. But 80 tomorrow, 87 today in New York City. And I like it. I mean, I love the fact, and I I always feel for the people. Well, I, I actually got an email that says this, because we get emails here. And now, Ron and Fez, the show of the future brings you... Electronic mail. Mail sent electronically. This one says, Ron, if you had the choice of what temperature it would be outside every day for the rest of your life. So now you get one temperature, 24 hours a day. Hicks, what temperature you want it to be? 72 degrees out forever. 72 degrees forever. <laughs> uh, what about you, Davey Mac? What temperature, rest of your life? 58 degrees. Chilly. You're going chilly. Yeah, then I can wear a coat, but I can also take the coat off. Now, 72 degrees, you're not, you, you can not, never wear a coat again. Fez Watley. 65 degrees is going to be perfect. Just chilly enough. Just chilly enough. Yeah, for a, for a light jacket. You don't have to go through the hat and gloves and coat. You can put on your windbreaker then. Mm-hmm. To me, this question is an absolute nightmare. It is a scary proposition. And I lived in Florida for years. And it's very strange thing there because everyone goes, oh, the weather's great. But most of the time, you don't pay attention to weather unless it's too hot. You really, the weird thing is, because the weather is so warm there, you never get summer. You never get the sense of summer. And when I came back up north, and start living in New York City, suddenly summer was an important time again. Something must be taken away from you for you to enjoy it. You really can't have the summer feeling without winter. You need the winter to love summer. You come up to New York City, anywhere on the East Coast, go up through Boston, Philadelphia. In the summer, everybody's active. Everybody's going to the beach. Everybody's on boats. They're swimming. You live down in Florida. No one goes to the beach. And I'm talking about the locals. No one goes out on their boat. No one's going swimming because they always can. And because they always can, they don't do it. It's what? a weird thing. Then why does anyone even have a boat then? It's not going to fucking they take have that a shit boat. out. Because occasionally you can go out there and fuck without your wife knowing. You could always get girls to... Young girls will always pull their tops up on a boat. I don't know why. It's just something that happens. But when people have a boat down there, you will see them drive just far enough to go to a fucking fucking boat bar where you can tie up and drink there. People don't go out deep. They'll go out a mile, throw fucking anchor, sit, drink all day, come back in. You don't see people skiing and shit. No one's having fun. You need something negative to make you appreciate the positive. 
And summer in the Northeast uh, is a kick. And I'll give it to the Midwest as well. That's the time that people will appreciate and act like it's summer. And really all we have is moments inside. Now, when I have a day like today, I can feel, feel thrilled with it. When I lived with Florida, I didn't pay attention to a day like today. It was just gone for you. You're just like, yeah, whatever. You need to have something taken away from you for you to enjoy it. It's just like you ever see a guy will come back from uh, Iraq or something and just like be standing in a supermarket like this is unbelievable. You can buy food. You can eat anytime you want. You have to have things taken away to find love for them. It's one of the problems that we have with marriage is that we see each other too much. When you're taken away, suddenly that girl's like appreciating you more. You're like, yeah. We're in the case of Davey Mack now. He's yesterday's news. Dave, maybe you need to go to Iraq for a while. But I actually pity people that live in Hawaii. Because after a while, they're like, I don't know. So what? It's a pineapple. I don't give a shit. I guess it's paradise. I don't know. Seems like it's paradise. Seems more like a living hell to me. And I hate my neighbor. All right, Ryan Fez Show, and we are cruising into summer months now. We had an early spring, and now it looks like an early summer. And let me just point this out to people who uh, pick on my buddy Anthony from the ONA show, saying, oh, he's not a fan of the Yankees to uh, the World Series. Check his Twitter, mate. I'm just saying that to people from New Zealand. He's all over the early Yankees stuff. He's talking to him about it, too. He knew his shit. He was saying, this Jabba reminds me of Jabba of 2007. And I go, you, you know it, Mr. C. I go, we're, we're going to get back in the texting game now. Baseball season. Mm. That's something to look forward to. Oh, yeah, now that you get high or what do you call it again? <laughs> oh, I go high in. All right, well, now that you go high in, la high by the way. But let's put on your uh, little bit from yesterday. But now that I'm just think, when you you don't love baseball as much, Dave, and this goes for everybody, as you do at the beginning of the season and at the end of the season. It's the thought of it's being taken away. Oh, my God, I love baseball. And it's back. Oh, my God, I love baseball. Yeah. But June, uh, particularly July, August, you start to just take baseball for granted. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. April is the best part. A- yeah. April in October, because in October, you know that baseball is going to be taken away from me. Yes. The, in a, in a would, heartbeat. Thanks for repeating the statements I was just making. To oh, you. maybe I was running in here. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> um, this is Dave and his new character, Dickie. Yeah. Uh, and Dickie loves to go high in. Now, high in, you made that up for yourself? 
Yeah, that's the what, that's what I call it. I've been calling it that for a long time. Now, when you started copping from Butcher, you hadn't smoked pot for years. Um, Did he talk you into it? No, he didn't. My friend Kevin Butcher didn't talk me into that at, at all. Sounds like um, a bad influence. In New Jersey, yeah. So what got you restarted in this? I didn't want to drink on Friday or Saturday or Sunday, but I said that's a long weekend to go without having even one cocktail. And now you, now you and, smoke pot every day. Well, I did on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I did a little bit last night because Lost was coming on, and I was like, oh, man, I've never watched Lost high in, so I'm going to go high in for Lost. So cool. Stoned yeah, it was awesome. Uh, this is your new character, Dickie, and you're really smoking a joint here? No, 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 no. It was no, his no. pepper cigarette? It was his rolled cigarette. Yeah, I'm not going to be that brazen. It was right outside the building. Going to get high? Gonna go to 48th Street and gonna go to Times Square, go to the ESPN zone. After I get high and I go to the ESPN zone, try to see if Mel Kiper's there and be like, I'm high in Mel. Who you got in the second round for the Cowboys? What you smoking, Dickie? Dickie smoking what Dickie smokes. I get high and I go over to Sam Ash and I look at the saxophones and be like, I'm high in. So <laughs> we were just smoking on the side. <laughs> oh, sure, it's brilliant. Sure. It's brilliant stuff. Um, Same ass, I'm sure appreciates it. Forty Eighth Street, of course, is where you go for your porn. Where the guy saw you the other day jerking off. <laughs> I don't know how the man knows that. Uh, Maybe he's a fucking pervert too. Yeah, it's kind of creepy that he knows the porn store that I allegedly buy porn in. What's on your mind today, Davy Mac? Um, a bunch of stuff. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, the Masters starts, and since it's a personal day, I thought we could just touch on the fact that Tiger Woods has 90 bodyguards uh, for him, including members of the Secret Service and FBI. I, I, I think this is way out of hand here, and if they don't... I hadn't heard about this. Yeah. This is... Uh a massive amount, so he must be getting 90. he must be getting a lot of death threats, huh? The president I mean, doesn't get ninety. Well, here's the deal: the president doesn't have to walk through crowds all day. The the you know football players, baseball players have protection. There's ninety people at any fucking Yankees game there for protection, but here. One guy's got to walk along. They're all with him, though. Like the his gallery will almost be consisted of security people. No wonder he said everyone was nice to him when he walked through. They were his ninety security guards. Yeah, well, he's really apparently um, going out of his way to sign as many autographs as he can and shake hands with everybody and, and be real nice to everyone. So he's he's doing this like whole new uh, new tiger gimmick. But I think that it will. There's no way he can possibly win this this tournament now, because too much. It, it, there's just too much. Just think about it, if he really is shaking everyone's hands and whatnot. Think about how much energy he's going to have to uh, to you know to release just to be this politician type guy. And I feel bad for the guy. I wish he could just fucking. I wish people would just let him play golf. How many press conferences does he have to give? We're not going to get any new info. But just leave him alone. Let him go. Just leave him alone. But also, ninety people is is. If I was on, uh, having said that, if I was Tiger, I'd be like, you know, this is too much. They're already patting these people down. Now, Fezwell, here's a story for you because I know you get offended very easily, and the mental health advocates are upset about. Burger King's Crazy King campaign, they've attacked it as blatantly offensive. 
and saying it's uh, pushing across the thing that the stigma that brain chemistry disorder leads to arson, destruction of property, and public endangerment. Um, we're no longer allowed to make fun of the crazy. So if I call Dave crazy, it's almost like I called him the N-word. So I now have to say, Dave, you're acting C. <laughs> Which he's going to think is cunty. Yeah, right. Or cock. There's a million stuff. We're cock, gonna... you can say. Crazy, you can't. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've seen these commercials. It's really, it's very degrading. It's showing that... Uh, I any... haven't seen it. The only commercial I saw, and I hate the, the King commercials and hated it for years. Sure. The only one I saw is when he breaks in and steals the thing, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. So what is he doing where he's acting crazy? This is where he's loose somewhere and mental... See, he's destroying property. Uh, Stop this, Keith! He's crazy! And why is he acting like this? Because he, he's crazy about burgers or something? He's crazy with the prices he's putting on these burgers, on these the Whoppers of his. So much beef for three ninety nine. The world's cutting back. He doesn't even know it. You're the one who's nuts. New Steakhouse XT so what's offensive? That a person that has a mental problem is going to smash windows, light things on fire, and has to be chased down by stereotypical guys in white coats. But he's these prices are so low, he's insane. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's as old as cheap advertising. Mm. You know, they must be crazy. Look at what they've done here. Why are we offended by the word crazy? That's what I don't understand. That's like, to me, being offended by the word fucking pneumonia. It does exist. What is offensive? Help me out here. Because it's a disease like anything else. You wouldn't do a commercial, you know, making fun of, oh, stop that king, he's got cancer, ha, ha, ha. But crazy to me still doesn't um, go with that. They're not saying the king, the king has uh, bipolar disorder. Someone watch out. He's throwing hamburgers at people. Like, they're just saying he's crazy. It's the same thing. Uh, yeah, and we do describe sane people as doing crazy things or acting crazy. I know you have said that's crazy in your life. Sure. Yeah, I've Is that offensive? I, you know, it's going to be offensive to mentally ill people It's uh, that are trying to get their diseases, you know, helped and in check. Especially this, where it's so stereotypical of basically we have to throw a net over this guy. Right. Uh, when I uh, was uh, kicking drugs, I was in this group thing talking with people who were incredibly, incredibly offended by the fucking Bill Murray movie. Um, what about Bob? What about Bob? They're like, you know, that's making fun of people. That's making fun of... And they oh. were fucking serious. And I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's making fun of conditions that we all fall into. And, you know, we all share this human condition and it should be laughed at. Right. You know, I, I think an OCD, you're better off laughing at it than fucking crying. If you're a cutter, laugh about it a little. A lot of these cutters are just scratchers. We found out over the years. They're not cutting at all. See, I didn't find anything wrong with the Bill Murray movie. What about Bob? That's because you're a fan. These people were going through kicking stuff and going through real anxious fucking moments when it was, you know, they because they hadn't been able to get from one place to the other without being fucking on pills. They, they felt like him. Mm -hmm. And they were totally offended by it. 
I'm like, dude, you got to fucking calm down a little bit. Um, let's uh, go to uh, Kevin in Houston. You're on my Fez. You know, what's fucking beautiful about Fez is this the same guy will lock himself up in a dark piss in a bunch of gallon jugs and watch uh, Heath Ledger and, uh, you know, act crazy in uh, the Batman movie. But all of a sudden, he's uh, he, the king is offending him. It's offensive, the king. Yeah, there's a very good point of that, that Heath Ledger's fucking character was so strong because it was acting like he was mentally insane. There are different ways of being. And we have sold products by saying price is so low, they've got to be insane over there. They're crazy. Or we'll say that to against, you know, oh, that other fucking company is crazy. You don't want to do business with yeah. them. They're crazy people. You can't take crazy away from people. What about the fucking Willie Nelson song, for Christ's sake? Crazy. <laughs> it's a C word. And, of course, we just had a couple, uh, a big hit a couple years ago with crazy. Yeah. And not to mention the crazy. great seal. Yeah. And, and, yeah, Beyonce's crazy love, whatever that was. What, what makes you... Uh, Fez offended by it though. What part aren't we getting? I think it shows that the that this just because someone thinks someone's crazy, so they're automatically assumed that way, and they're assumed to be of a destructive nature. And they need to instead of being helped, they need to be captured. Well, they're trying to get the guy and help him because his prices are so low. <laughs> they are trying to put it lock him up. So we can't make his prices this low anymore. Yeah. He's, he's, he's one of the most benevolent kings I've ever seen. Most kings are really bad to their serfs and whatnot. I've seen him sack people in the football field, though. <laughs> but only back in the 70s. <laughs> I didn't see it during the 70s, only when they replayed it later. <laughs> All right, so what offends you is that he's being chased. And crazy people never get chased. Right. Well, it's not that they don't get chased, but... They're just, it's a lot of stereotypes about mental illness mm -hmm. that someone has to be sat on um, because they're different. Okay. Sometimes we have to sit on mentally ill people to keep them from hurting themselves, right? Right, yeah. So that's I've seen it myself in the Four Winds Mental Hospital. So there's a stereotype that works, correct? Well, it's, it has happened, yes. Yeah. So there's a stereotype that would. No, they're not. He's not yelling out. The Burger King isn't yelling out. This happens to every mentally insane person. I think it's almost crazy, in my opinion, to feel like the Burger King character would represent you. I think that's a fucking sign of insanity. The guys are also dressed identically to the you know workers in One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. So there's a bit mm -hmm. of a parody going on here. You don't see anyone 2010 wearing all white with a black bow tie. That's not how people dress in mental hospitals. How do they dress? Jeans? It's a lot looser wardrobe. Uh, Corinne, you're on Renifest. Hi, guys. Um, I agree with you, Ron. Well, at least I think I agree with you. Um, let's just say that the king is crazy in this ad. A lot of people that would get offended by that are people that maybe deal with sad things in a serious manner. But the other half of people may deal with those things through humor, which that's how I deal with sad things is through humor. So you can't say that it's 
we're going to take it away because half the people are offended when the other half of the people, maybe that's how they deal with things. It is, it, it, again, for some reason, we, we're, we're getting closer and closer to everything in the world is important. Nothing is just silly and throw away anymore. Everything has to be looked at as if it's important. And again, someone's feelings could be hurt by this. Because your feelings are hurt, that makes you correct. I mean, we've just dealt with Dave all day today. Right. Where his feelings are absolutely hurt for his wife. And at least 60% of us say, Dave, you're the one who's seeing things wrong. Now, I've never once said to him, you're not feeling the things that you fucking think you're feeling. No, he is feeling those. But it doesn't mean that he's correct. You can feel offended and be incorrect for it. And I think people that uh, have mental health issues have every right to be offended like this. They're yes. being seen as animals that need to be captured. They can be offended all they want. It doesn't mean the other people can't say it. Just because right. you're offended, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean other people have to change their behavior. We just told Dave today the best way to get to some fucking feeling of happiness is to change his own fucking behavior. But there's nothing wrong with these people voicing the fact that they're offended by it, and they think that you it plays know, on stereotypes. They can voice whatever they want. I'm not fucking trying to shut them up either. But they are trying to shut stuff up. They are they're they're trying to. Are say, they trying to pull these yes, ads? They are trying to. Well, get then the that's ad completely pulled. different. Yeah, because they the, can voice it. Right. But the second that they fucking do this, I'll say you're all crazy people, and you've fucking been diagnosed as such. It's not me saying you're crazy. The fucking Department of Mental Health agrees with me. I just don't understand, like, some words we know are lingo, are, are slang. And uh, saying you are acting retarded does not mean you're acting like a person with Down syndrome. That would be rude to say, in my opinion. You're a Down syndrome retard. <laughs> I don't like it. But if you just said, you know, you're just being retarded. I'm not making fun of people who either are autistic. You're or using slang. Yes. And crazy is the fucking as common of a slang as there's ever been. Absolutely. They can't take crazy away from people. We're not going to be able to use adjectives anymore. It's just going to be, I need food. We're going to be forced to stay home like crazy people. <laughs> and not leave our homes and live like crazy fucking human beings. Mentally fucked By in the way, head. By the way, you're, you're uh, back smoking pot. And of course, uh, you brought up slang. I think it's time we bring back Far Out. Oh, I really want to start saying things are Far Out. I like that. Far Out. Yeah. So don't force it. Okay. But if you have, <laughs> find a chance on the show to use Far Out, okay. by all means, do it. All right. Uh, here's uh, Frank. You're on my Fez. Yeah, did you say Frank? I guess. Yeah, two things, guys. First off, look at the obvious. The guy thinks he's a fucking king, and he thinks he's a king of burgers. He's obviously fucking crazy. Second what, off... Yeah, before we even get into this, what a guy who dressed and acted like the Burger King be crazy. <laughs> Dave. Yes. Yes, he would be. I mean, look at him. An insane person. Yeah, he's breaking, the, throwing chairs and stuff. You know how you, right. you know how people have... No, even before that. Just going around and saying, I'm the king of hamburgers, and I'm wearing a big fake head. <laughs> That's fucking insane. 
You're not the king of hamburgers. <laughs> it's a hamburger democracy, you fucking lunatic. Let these milkmen take you away. Incidentally, the woman at the end is was the secretary in Twin Peaks. Fez, would you say the person who dressed and acted like the Burger King, would you say that person was crazy? No, I'd say he's a corporate mascot doing a job. Let's say it was real. <laughs> okay? It was real. Because we're watching a commercial where he's not a corporate mascot. He's a real person who sets pricing. If someone really thought they were the king of hamburgers, they might ha they would have a mental issue. Yes. Crazy. You won't say the word mm. crazy now. No, I'm not going to say it. Ever? You're done saying the word crazy. I think I am done with it. You don't get to call Dave crazy anymore. You well, are limiting yourself. What about the, all the synonyms, too? Like nuts, yeah. bonkers, Fruit Loops. I never said that. Now you're just bringing up delicious things to eat. <laughs> to go with the burgers. All right. Uh, Fez is uh, done using any of these words. He will only say mentally ill. Uh, Jimmy, you're on Fez. Hey, boys. I, it's got me irate. I mean, Fez, it's a giant plastic bobblehead. Mm -hmm. it's, it's fake. It's if crazy. Be offended, it's those with Down syndrome. Why is why do we have to be protected from the human experience now? Why are you so? Why did you let this make you so irate? Do you have a mental issue, an anger issue? You need to get taken care of. What he what he wants to do is use words without feeling as if he's constantly going to be called out on him. That everything that we do and say is constantly offensive, and that if people do get offended by things, they need the government to put a stop to that. That we live in, you know, we came up, we do want to live inside a mall. That's what we want America to be now, a fucking mall. People with mental health problems have, a, there's a stigma about that. Yes, you know why? They're insane in the membrane. Fuck yeah. I'm going to listen to that tonight in the smoke zone. And they want to be known that they can have their their issues treated. They can go to doctors. They can be useful parts of society. And Burger these, King, Burger King's trying to stop them from that. And all these stigmas <laughs> that are out there are in this Burger King commercial. I understand that completely. Of course, you understand it completely. You're fucking crazy. Uh, Dean, New Jersey. Hey guys, I was just wondering uh, how Fez feels about the Hamburglar since kleptomania is a mental illness and he's always trying to be captured by uh, all the people of McDonald's land. Fezzy? I've never understood the Hamburglar even when I was a kid. The guy steals. Is he? He's a character who steals. That's a mental illness, though. He can't help it. It's a, he's a kleptomaniac. He's unable to deal with these urges that he has. And doesn't Fez take candy off people's zests when they're not around? He has done that. That candy is there for people to take. During 9 to 5, not nighttime. So what kind of burglar would wear an outfit that was of a convict? Well, it's like, I, was he, did he escape from prison? I think he's been convicted before. And so he escaped. You're basing that on what? Yeah, that's... The stripes? Big Mac being the, the sheriff. Who the fuck Big Mac? I didn't know there was a character. I knew Grimace. Uh, here's Mark. You're on Fez. Hey, boys. Look, you know, if you got a hypothesis of, of if Burger King's crazy or not, you got a redhead sitting right there to dress him up in a crown, in a king suit, and have him go hand hamburgers to people and see how they react. I'd love to do that if I can eat one of the hamburgers myself. Andy Cleveland. 
Yeah, my wife and I were talking about this. First of all, they should reshoot the ad and just, if they want to, don't offend anybody, and uh, make it like uh, Burger King hired government agents coming after the king to shut them down. And then maybe, maybe, if you want to go with a real throwback, they were hired by the Duke of Doubt. Uh, let's head on over here to uh, Henry, Atlanta. Hey, uh, I was just wondering if Fezzi's got a problem with words like fat piece of shit, which he's calling the intern last week. <laughs> yeah, let's take a listen to Crazy. Let's see if we can't get a, a, a quick insight in the man who wants to teach us sensitivity training. Yeah, what were you going to say? What is it? I, just, I don't want you to choke on that slice of pizza there, Fatty. <laughs> All right. Fezzy. Fezzy. All right. Stop it with the I'm fucking not getting around. He's not going to disrespect me on my show. Right. It's not going to happen. Fezzy, sit down. It's no not going to happen. You fat Fezzy. Fezzy. You are nothing. Fezzy. You are Fezzy. nothing compared to me. All right, Fezzy. <laughs> Fezzy. Sit down. Sit down. Get a fucking drink of water for yourself. You're all choking on your pizza. No you more. You satisfied, Dave? <laughs> no more. No more. You satisfied? You got him fucking crying? No more. No more jokes. I, I will fucking break your all fucking right, sit leg. Down. Sit down. Sit down. I have to admit, when he fucking just suddenly went into tears and he went left, <laughs> it still makes me laugh. <laughs> you won't do it to me. Then here's what gets me. And tell me this isn't crazy. That's the way Fez acts after having a couple drinks around this kid. Two weeks later, we're going over to Bowl. I turn around, Fezzy's ordering himself beers. Like, what do you fuck? Have you no sense of bottom? You know what I mean? Do you, is there any sense of fucking dignity about you whatsoever? You saw how you were acting when you had drinks. You're fucking going right back to it. Um... Let's go to uh, Charlie in Philly. You're in my face. Ronnie B, just got to tell you, you're genius. I think it's boss that you want to bring back far out. All right, groovy, groovy man. Uh, here is uh, Dave, Oklahoma. You're in my face. Hey, what's up? I want to know what Seth thinks about uh, Jack in the Box. When Jack blew up the entire board of directors, does that make him a terrorist? No idea. I never saw that commercial. Most of the mascots. What if we say it that way? Crazy. I don't think that How about we call them four wins? You crazy. You so crazy. That's crazy. So I think it's people. There it is. It's people that want to get past their problems, and this is how they're seen in society. They don't want to be seen this way as someone who's going to break windows, break lay things wind. on fire. Right. I understand that. What about lawyers? Should they be? Uh, should we stop lawyer jokes? Are lawyer jokes offensive? Probably, if you're a lawyer. But what does that mean? You get to be a lawyer, and we can't make jokes about you? It doesn't make sense. I'm f I am I get fucking sick of it all, seriously. I get sick of it all. We're just going to be THX1138. All choices are, are gone. You're What's the only person every day. We've got to hear about George Lucas. No, it's just about that movie. Let's live underground. Why can't you be high in today? I'm going to be, I think, tonight. After I have sex with my wife. 
in their ass. <laughs> Congratulations. You going anal on this one? No, I'm not going anal. I'm going dick to pussy. How come you won't go anal anymore? Um, if she wants to, I will. Mm. I've done it before. How long has that been? Oh, that's two years. Even Is that what she said? Is it in? She wasn't even sure then? I said no. That's poo. Um, an evangelist minister has been accused of killing his wife, storing her body in a freezer for uh, years, and then raping and molesting a young female relative. First of all, I'm going to point this out. Not Catholic. Face. <laughs> Face, motherfucker. Always, right? Deal with that. This is a non-Catholic. We, 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 we just molest. We don't kill. No. And here's what I love. The evangelist's name was Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> so there's no way you do this movie without Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Great. I think the guy's black, but that's okay. Just put him in some black face. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I was watching that Robert Duvall movie the other night. Unfortunately, I had to turn it off. Brilliant. Apostle. I had to turn it off because it was commercially interrupted. Robert Duvall is our greatest living actor, I believe, at this moment. Really? He's unbelievable. Yeah, he is. The scenes he was doing, and every day is coming to get me. Jesus! <laughs> yeah, oh my God. And Jesus! Who, who's there when you wake up in the morning? Jesus! Who's there when you go to sleep at night? Jesus! Who's going to walk you through each part of your life? Jesus! It's just the fucking yeah. craziest, greatest church ever. He's talking so fast, like he's an yeah. auctioneer. Who's going to save my soul? <laughs> Jesus! Who's going to save your soul? <laughs> These black guys, Jesus! <laughs> Everything he does in that, like every breath he takes. And who's got the devil in a headlock? <laughs> who's got the, who's thrown the devil off the turnbuckle? And I'm like, why can't I be just batshit crazy <laughs> as those fuckers down south? I like to go uh, to a church where they just start throwing fucking snakes at people. <laughs> I always thought that and Sling Blade are like in the same exact universe. And it's weird because, you know, of course, Duvall does a cameo in Sling Blade and Billy Bob did a cameo in uh, Apostle. They love each other. Those two Don't men love and respect. Like they could be the same movie, like yeah. a double head, like a grindhouse yeah. type of deal. But that, that movie, I mean, the fact that he wrote it, directed it, and then gives that kind of performance. I brought up re Wrestling in a Semi-Way. Have you seen it yet? Yeah, I love Yeah. He plays a Cuban in that. Yeah. Light years away from what he plays. The other film, yeah, he's a, he's an amazing actor, and and every and and the apostles light years away from the character he played in Mash, which is light years away from the character he played in Godfathers. I ever tell you hung out with him? Yeah, uh, Mike Kaka on HDG. Yeah, stayed at his house. Very, yeah, no, that's uh, I'm incredibly he's a, jealous. He's about a tango that. dancer, like they are. He's a tango dancer. This is so envious. It was the demo was envious. My parents played golf with. I played just a couple holes with Gene Hackman. Well, speaking of which. Uh, I'm bringing up my caca. Who walks into Molly's last night and orders the Ron Bennington? Says, I have to have a Ron Bennington. Broderick. Who? Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick? No. Damn it. Willem Dafoe. Oh, no. that's a good guess. Ozzy Yen. Ozzy Yen? From the White Sox? It's a strange one. <laughs> no, not from there. I'll just say this. That's a good guess. Punk icon. Punk icon. Punk icon. Yeah. Um, Patty Smith? No. Fuck. Billy Joe from Green Day? No. Let's try. That's punk icon to you, motherfucker. Not to me. All right? Jesus Christ, Pepper. Ricky Ramone. Ricky Ramone? 
Which brother was which? Which Ramon was is that? Is there a Ricky? No, I'm, there's no Ricky. I was, did you, you, think that you can take anyone's name and put it in front of Ramon? I was trying to remember my what favorite, was left. My, my favorite Ramon story is after another Ramon uh, died, my sister-in-law said like this. My God, their poor mother. <laughs> Just thinking that she was the mother of all your moms. Saving Private Ryan. All right, I'm going to give you another one. Iggy Pop? No. But along the right lines, because he's done with Ron Bennington's interviews and picked it up. Punk icon. The guy from, uh, I actually know the band, so I don't want to give it away. Let's move on to Pepper Hicks. John Doe. Wrong. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. I'm trying to think. I'm going to give it away. No, wait. Turn it over. Black Flag, Henry Henry Rollins. Rollins. Henry Rollins is in there. And he's like, I just did a show two weeks ago. He was just in for a cup of coffee. That's good. Yeah. Wonder what he said some very fucking kind things about this show, too. Oh, great. To Mike, yeah. Did he mention anything about and headphones and putting headphones on? No, drop that. I'm just saying, an apology, you know, wouldn't be so bad. And Mike actually asked him to accept Jesus Christ as his Lord <laughs> and Savior. But he puts it Greek. Accept Greek Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I don't like that. It's a whole different calendar. Latin I'm fine with. Not this year, though. Isn't that really? weird? They had Easter same time we did. I had no idea that sometimes it would line up. I never, I'd never been around on it because, like, with Mikey D, is like, you'll see him around July. He'll be like this. Well, happy Easter, yeah. happy <laughs> Greek Easter, and I'm like, I'm not going to Greek Easter with you. But uh, this year was the same day. That's where it was blowing up. I hate that bullshit was place. It? I, when I was in Astoria, I didn't understand. There were people who had like palms and everything the mm-hmm. week after. I'm like, what's going on? What the fuck is happening? And those Why Greek don't you people... go out of that dirt basement <laughs> and try to meet people? They wouldn't even tell me. You need a guy to recognize in your saints, perhaps the greatest of all. Not, not a great area to live in. And who's the greatest, uh, well, who's the greatest actor to come out of Astoria? Samuel Jackson? Wrong. Chris Walken. Look at him, love him, learn from him. All right? They were both in Pulp Fiction. So? So I was very close. I ate at his parents' bakery, the Walken Bakery, when I was a child. Do they, do, do they nice. have a, do they have a Walken awesome. fridge? If you would have said fridge correctly, it would have worked. <laughs> but you said fridge. You were so excited. You said Walken fridge. Um, a caller wanted to know whether we'll no longer be using the, the name Crazed. Oh. I will not be using it any longer. <laughs> It'll be, hey, you, or I'll, he'll have to come up with something else that he wants to be known as. You know what I'm going to say to you for that one? <laughs> what? Where's your shirt? Where's ah, no, your shirt? No, 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 it smells like brute and old man. It's just so old. The smells are so old. I'm surprised I rise today. He, I, I asked him. On. We were shooting some stuff the other day, and I said, "Bring a flashy fucking coat, right?" He brings three that are twenty years old. When he used to care about the Fez character, so I'm like, "All right, I don't want to look at them now." And then he ends up wearing nothing. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't find some hard candy he, in that shirt. It was so old. He's like you wouldn't have taken it. He's <laughs> like a woman where he collects things from the past. 
There was an old toy replica of the Hindenburg in his front Are pocket. you allowed to say something that's hysterical, Fez? Yeah, I think so. That means crazy, though. I thought it meant funny. I no. it meant very funny. We put it that way, but it came from this person's hysterical. They're acting insane. You know it's crying, too, right? You know, oh, hysterically somebody... crying. Just yeah. his... She's hysterical. <laughs> you can say that. All right, we got a break here. Uh, when we get back, plenty, plenty to uh, talk about today, including, Fez, the biggest news story going around. Uh, the biggest news story going around? I yes. think that is something going on in Great Britain with the game Scrabble. Seriously, what is the biggest news story out there today? The biggest news story, it would probably be they're trying to save those miners. Would be the biggest news story. Brought that up yesterday. Not a not a happy stuff for us to bring right. up. What's the big news story everybody's talking about? I think it's that the Goslings from John and Kate Plus Eight are going back to court. David Mack, what's the big news story that everybody's talking about today? I thought it was Tiger. I'm going to say that um, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer could be pregnant. What? I just made that up. I thought so, because I hadn't heard that anywhere. Yeah, I know. All right, when we get back, <laughs> will Michelle Pfeiffer's baby be born stillborn? We'll look into that more, as well as Scrabble and Dead Miners. It's the hysterical Ron Fez show. You're a Jizza, the genius. Right. And you're a Rizza, a.k.a. Bobby Dizza. Yeah, you know it's hip hop, yo. You know it's hip hop. And you're a Bill Murray. Bill Groundhog Day Ghost Busting Ass Murray. Who you gonna call? I know. Just gonna kill me. Double Nexus is a shockwave. Send you power on the motherboard. Yes. Push up overload. Legendary heavy glow. Run a Fez show. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Mattel has put out a new version of the game Scrabble in England where there's all new rules to this Scrabble game. Now you can use proper names. You can use celebrity names. You can uh, write a word backwards if you need to. Just totally going against all the rules we have faced in Scrabble since it first came out. I never knew you were such a big Scrabble player. You know what? I played Scrabble a lot when I was in the mental hospital. There was a lot of that going on at Four Winds. <laughs> Just like Libby from Lost. So no other time have you played Scrabble? Not, I didn't play it as much as I always played at the, at the mental hospital. You were only there a week mm -hmm. for a, a life. But I played a lot of Scrabble games in that week. I would imagine that you won because you were playing against crazy people. All right, so let's take it to the next point. What annoys you about this story? Because there are, it's taking away all the rules. So, so now... But just so you know, it, Scrabble hasn't changed. This is just one version of Scrabble. Mm -hmm. It's like getting mad that there's different versions of the game poker. Well, the people in... The British people should be disgusted by this and not accept it. I can't believe there was even a demand for this in England. Maybe kids would like to play it that way. It's just, it's not the way it's, but someone's going to beat you now because they can put down the, the word Zach. Only if you're playing that game. Just like if you play poker with kids and they have deuces and one-eyed jacks wild. Mm. Yeah, it's a kid's game. 
You're not going to get into a fucking game in Vegas like that. I mean, they might as well sell Monopoly where you don't have to pay rent. You can pass go anytime you want. Well, they've changed the Monopoly, too, if you want to play with the different fucking places and all. You know, you can suddenly play New York Monopoly or whatever. They just can't keep these board games afloat, Fizz. Mm -hmm. They have to take the brand that they have and keep uh, changing. I just see it. I hate it when I see them shitting on their own tradition. Don't play their ga that game. Just the next time you're back in four wins with the other insane maniacs, say we're playing standard fucking. Now, when you were playing, how did you keep people from putting the game pieces in their mouth? People weren't. Martini? People weren't eating the game pieces. I've seen it in a documentary called One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. That was a movie, and it didn't happen where I was. Did you play right up to medication time? Medication time. So were you a good Scrabble player there? Um, I never won, and there was one woman that... Were you excited just to be able to play a game with other people? <laughs> that was nice. There was one woman who did get very upset, though, every time she if she did not win. Medication time. Mr. Watley, put your Scrabble down. It's medication time. And stop growling. <laughs> I'm not going to play the other Scrabble. I don't want celebrity names, Nurse Ratchet. I want my Scrabble. I don't want his Scrabble or his Scrabble. I want my Scrabble, Nurse Ratchet. Mr. Watley, please sit down. Play the game, Watley. Play the game. No! Play the game, Watley. Come on. Play the game. This encourages a whole new generation of Scrabble players to play it wrong. Encourages them. We're not just talking about Scrabble. We're talking about heaven and hell. The Dr. Stanlin, the famous Dr. Stanlin's here to be the race car. Form, content, God, the devil. Oh, Harding, you're so far shit. John Gosselin is taking... We're talking about my life! John Gosselin going back to court uh, against his ex-wife, Kate Gosselin, from John and Kate Plus 8, saying she is an unfit mother. She's abandoned those children to do Dancing with the Stars. And he wants full custody back. Play the game, Watley. Play the game. Why don't you just knock off all the bullshit and play the game? This is what John Gosselin's doing. He is playing the game. He. I played Scrabble where you could use a comma and a seven. It's not right. And a picture of a vagina. So John Gosselin's game is to just try to get play the game, Gosselin. Play the game to get in Kate's kitchen. That's not a nickel, Fez. You didn't just bet a fucking nickel. You broke a cigarette. And he wants her off that Dancing with the Stars. We're talking about form, content, God, the devil, heaven and hell. We're not just talking about my wife. We're talking about my life. Uh, Harding, you're so full of shit. It's peculiar. Oh, is that it? I'm peculiar? I'm kind of la-dee-da, is that it? Peculiar? Go ahead, So he doesn't want these eight kids back in his bachelor life. Who's that? Harding? John Gosselin from John and Kate Plus 8. 
He wants uh, to... Isn't that answer 10? He wa- Yes, it would be. He wants to get her so upset that she's out of this dancing competition. He doesn't need to do anything for her to be out of that dancing competition. I've seen the video of her. She dances like an angry fucking schoolmarm. It will not be soon enough for her. All right, there's Roethlisberger, who just accidentally texted out uh, pictures of his dick to all the season <laughs> ticket holders for the Steelers. I got one, and I'm a Giants fan. <laughs> Collect and trade pictures of Roethlisberger's dick. He's still not talking to police. He calls a big friend. Uh, Eric, you're on my face. Uh, yeah, how you doing, Rod? Yeah. Uh, Fed, listen, they're, they're, just, they're not changing the rules for Scrabble. They're just coming out with a new version of the game. Like, Trivial Pursuit has, like, TV Trivial Pursuit and movie Trivial Pursuit. It's not like they're changing all the rules for Scrabble. Right, that's yeah, what I said. Yeah, he gets it. And, again, you're right. You can go to Trivial Pursuit and get play a million kinds of Trivial Pursuit games. Mm-hmm. And they have to do this because not a lot of people buy board games anymore. I play Apples to Apples and I enjoy it. And I'll sit there and eat at Nature's Valley while I'm doing it. Sean, you're in Hey, Ron, I'm calling to give Dave props on the uh, Christopher Lloyd impression. I wonder if I could get some more of that. Yeah, it was actually pretty damn good. Did, have you ever done it before, Dave? No. All right, let's hear it. Uh, p- play the game, Harding. Go ahead, come on. Play the game, Harding. Play the game. Oh, Harding, you're so fun. Oh, right, pretzels what's, coming in. What's funny is that you're making your face look like Richard Nixon. You're doing the <laughs> Richard Nixon shake. A harding yourself full of shit. That's actually pretty good. There is uh, the sheriff in Arizona who's known for his tent city and right. his pink the, underwear. On I, the know where, I know where you're going with this. I shot the sheriff, but I did not shoot his deputy. That wasn't my question. It wouldn't have been a question. It would have been a statement. So the sheriff is now doing a new program, Pedal Vision, where he's got the prisoners, if they want to watch TV, all the TVs are attached to exercise bicycles, and they have to pedal to keep the TV set going. This is fucking Flintstones. It's basically, he really likes to be on the forefront of how primitive I can make something. You actually just said he likes to be on the foreskin. I did not mean to say that. If I did, it slipped out, and it was wrong. The foreskin slipped out? Yes. Oh, disgusting. I would have to work out just to watch the last episode of Lost. I would start pedaling. I wouldn't get past the opening credits. Uh, Peter, Connecticut. You're on running Fez. Hey, Fez, when you played Scrabble... With those crazy people, did you try changing the letters with a black magic marker so you could trick those idiots? No, I did not. I played fair and square. Junior, Long Island. Hey, what's going on, Mr. B? Hey. No, I just wanted to ask uh, Fezzy how his stay of four months was. I, I was there just last year. He just did a week, and he faked it the whole time so he could get out. Oh, you can't fake it, man. That's not good. You acted like you wanted to do the stuff, right, Fez? Yeah, and I did a lot of work there. Yes, I was nervous. You told us you didn't have any breakthroughs. I was nervous. Yeah, I was nervous about getting out. I was nervous about how long they were going to keep me there. And they said they would keep you as long as your insurance held up. Not a second longer. 
Then you're cured. Maybe they did keep him there. And like Lost, this is just a weird alternate reality that Fez thinks he's back, but he's actually been there all the time. I wish that Lost would just admit that they're doing kind of a sliders thing and get that over with. That's cool. And I hope these guys do slide. I would love to see that. Yeah. I love alternate realities. That's what Fringe is doing. Now, I could never be in sliders because I would be sliding... Uh, all the time. It's like, you ever see Jumper, where the guy can just be whatever he wants in the yeah, world? Yeah, I'm familiar with it. I didn't see it. I would easily treat that thing the same way I treat the stumble on my iPod. I would just be showing up all over the world at the same time. 15 seconds everywhere. And I'd be doing the same thing as sliders. I'm here long enough. Let's go. Well, there'd be, I think there's a better reality somewhere. And there'd be so, and can you, and you, you can slide back in time in Lost... And that would just be too tempting. Like, for starters, everyone who I knew, I'd like to see them when they were, like, five years old. So I'd see, I'd go to this, I'd go see Ron at five, Fez at five, my wife at five. I don't know why, what it is Beat about. Beat us up. No, not even about that. I'd just like to see what they were like at five years old. It would be amusing to me. Now, could you do this if you fucking woke up tomorrow and you were five at six years old, but you still had the consciousness that you have today? Would you try to alert people to that or just play it out? I would play it out. I would I would not alert anybody to it. I would I would just I would play it out and I'd be the fucking man at five years old. Like in what way? And and I would be I would obviously have great grades. I would probably be able to predict certain sporting events. Just I would fucking be able to do a lot of shit that and, and I would I would know stuff. I would know how to fucking you know, run a computer when before the next kid can run a computer. All that stuff. I would be a genius. That's what I'm saying. So you would be happy if this happened. Yeah, I would be happy. I, w I wish. I wish this could happen. I'd love to get put back right now as I am in five-year-old Dave head. I don't think you could pull it off. I honestly don't. I'd be a better ball player. Everything would be better. I don't think you would be able to pull it off. Well, one of the things that you would learn is that nothing really matters that much. You would, all the things that worried you when you were a kid, you'd be like, I don't care. You know? Mm -hmm. Oh, you got a date. Whatever. Oh, some kid's after you. I don't give a fuck. Those girls yeah. don't like you. I don't give a shit. It's the one thing that you try to say. The one thing that you would have from the beginning is none of this matters. It's just like in Sliders or one of those shows, you can go there. What was the show that the guy would leap? Uh, Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap, right? The thing that he had going for him, and I always try to use this as a problem-solving thing, is that when he would leap into some of his uh, someone else's fucking body, none of their past would matter to him. You know, He wouldn't even pay attention to what they can and can't do. That would all be gone to him. And then he's able to solve problems better. Why do we hold on to anything from the past? And we brought this up with fucking women today. Why can't they let go of the past? Why do they act like the past is important? In Quantum Leap, he's, you never see him being nostalgic for the past. Right. Because he's like, I have to work on the present and the future. That's a better way to be than to always be looking back. Would you want that guy to quantum leap into your chick, Dave, and fix this thing for you? Um, yeah. Yeah, if he could fix it, yeah, then I would say yes. 
I'd like uh, Scott Bakula to enter my wife. Bakula. To enter for her how? From behind? No, no, no. As the as as a quantum leap, not to have any kind of. You sex. said you wanted him to enter her. Yeah, I know. I can make that happen. You know Scott Bakula? Yeah, I interviewed him years ago in Florida. And then he sees himself in the mirror in her clothes or something like that. I can't remember if he looked in the mirror if he saw the other person or saw himself now. Other person. Here's what happened. Uh, yeah, he would see what they look like. Okay. But then we would see him. We would see himself. Yeah. Um, yeah, I interviewed him because they did a thing where he played a DJ. So I guess he was on the junket. Like, it was the only thing radio guys would understand. Yeah, I'm playing a DJ. I leap into a DJ. We're like, oh, now we understand. We're too stupid <laughs> to get the rest of the show. I hate when they bring something around because they think it'll matter to radio people. Like, I sit around at night just fucking counting down the hits from 1963 or some dumb shit. So then why didn't the the, the, the station just have him, like, in one of the episodes, leap into Johnny Carson so he could have been on The Tonight Show? Just keep on fucking doing that thing. I guess Johnny Carson had no problems that needed fixing. <laughs> uh, he, he hit the sauce <laughs> from what I heard. Oh, and he went through 18 wives. Yeah, right. He had more wives than he had co-hosts. <laughs> and I think all of his wives had the same name. They were all like Joanne, Joanna. Yep. I asked uh, Higgs to hook up us with uh, Jerry Weintraub. He's, what? Yeah, he's, he's, he, uh, he found something, I think. What did he find? This is going to be interesting. Oh no! I'm, has, I'm sorry. No, I was no, thinking about something else. No, I, I, I really want. I want to know this. <laughs> no, I want to know this because I never heard back from. I asked him two months ago, and then I saw the guy was on the View today. It looks like that's happening, but uh, nothing's locked in yet. But booking, I'm still talking with booking. Give me the it. book. Okay, dying to read this book. How long do you think he's going to stay in New York? The man lives in Palm Springs. He's on top of the world. I know. He's the guy who did the booking for uh, Sinatra and. Uh, Elvis Presley, just a great show business figure, and also has done the um, Ocean Eleven's films with Clooney. The world's oldest American has passed away just a month, less than a month actually, after being named the uh, the oldest American alive. So that was uh, Neva Morris is now. she She's the one who just passed away. This title changes hands faster than the WWE title anymore. It changes. Good gag. It changes so much quicker. And, and you're just not. You're, here's the thing. Once you get this title, you if you lose it, you don't get to get it back. That is it. So I don't know how excited that the Eunice Sanborn of Texas is. She's the new oldest living American. How old is she? She's 113 years, 261 days. And you expect her to keep this title for a decade? Um, it'd be nice, you know, if you could probably maybe get like a year out of it. Seems like, yeah. Then she's about the limit that a human can live. 113 sounds horrible. Sounds like being a living mummy. They always talk about how they, they love to sing songs and eat pudding. They all have the same story at that well, point. You're a baby again. You start getting credit for everything. Oh, they know who I am. They were looking out the window today. They get real fucking excited if an old person or a baby does anything. I mean, let's look at Dave's baby. 
if everyone's all acting like, oh, look how good he's doing. Fez does things better than him every day, and we never make a big deal out of it. Fez is definitely getting around better and smarter than Stan, and we act like Fez is doing shit. That's what we put on adults. No credit. Well, he vomits less. Not necessarily. And I meant Stan. Oh, yeah. Fez will swallow his own vomit. He calls that midday lunch. That was what did Fez eat for breakfast today? I don't know. He does. He gets his own food now. He he took that away from us. I had uh, chicken breast, and I also had like a protein drink, like a protein shake. You're doing good, Fez. Let's see Stan go get that for himself. He's having food. He can't even get the refrigerator door open. How does they, How does Fez see that as breakfast? That's lunch. I had lunch for breakfast. It's a lot. He stands down in the Philadelphia Children's Hospital today. What's he chopping up? Um, they just they think that they he more pyloric stenosis craziness. Is he staying over or? Don't think he's staying over. Uh, I think she's my wife's coming home tonight. Uh, Mark, you're on Ron Fez show. Uh, it kind of ties into what you were talking about before. They did a study on these uh, people that live over 100 years old, and the one trend they found in common with all of them is they let go of the past and they accept what is, and that's why they fucking live so long. So it goes back to what you were saying before about how chicks can't let go of the past, although chicks live longer than us, but I don't know. Well, Do chicks something with that. Li- live longer than us for two reasons. Number one, they don't get shot in the head the way we do. And number two, they're never lifting anything as heavy as us. Whenever they interview those people over a hundred, they always have one little quirky thing that they they uh, say got them to a hundred years old. Whether it's peppermint candy, you know or I have a piece of uh, I have a glass of wine every day. It's always brandy, and they always show that guy having a fucking cigarette and a drink in front of his fucking cake. We like we get the bit. There's a rumor that Aaron Sorkin is going to do a film, The Politician, based on the memoir by John Edwards, a former aide, Andrew Young. So this would basically be a John Edwards biopic, or at least parody. I just don't see where... I'm going miss on this hit or miss. I don't see where anyone got interested in the John Edwards story that much. You brought it up every day. Yeah, but I mean, it never never (laughs) caught on. (laughs) It didn't catch on with mainstream America. They'd rather talk about Jesse James and his tattoo girl. They'd rather talk about Tiger Woods and his mistress. Uh, We got a break here, and we're going to come back and and, uh, wrap up this show. Everything is different, but the same. Things are more... Moderner than before. Bigger and yet smaller. <laughs> it's computers. San Diego's high school football room! Holly came from Miami, FLA. Hitchhiked away across USA. 
plucked her eyebrows on the way, shaved her legs, and then he was a she. She says, hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. Ron Fez Show. Take a walk on the wild side. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Davey Mac, uh, tomorrow we start the Masters Tournament. What is Tiger got to do? What's his weekend going to be like? He's just going to have to go around. He's going to have to have very lengthy press conferences. He's going to have to deal with a just a sea of people, not just following him, because that happens to him pretty standard, but he's going to have a sea of people watching his uh, every practice shot, every time you know he's on uh, the, 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 the practice green putting. There's just going to be so many people that it's just, I, I have to think it's going to exhaust him, and uh, I can't see him winning the Masters. Not this year. It's just it's, to deal with all the shit that he's going to have to deal with. I just can't see a man having just the, the physical stamina to stay up. I think it's Phil Mickelson's year again. Uh, what do you got to do first, though, uh, in order to make the cut? What do you have to do? Well, I for mean, people that aren't the biggest, uh... it changes. You know, the the cut changes depending on what the guys shoot. You know, so if guys are shooting really, really well, you know, and, and sometimes the cut can be, you know, at even. But if the, everyone's having an off day, sometimes the cut could be, you know, uh, four over par. It's all about how the rest of the field's shooting. So the there's, a, there's a chance he doesn't get off to a good start. You're going to be able to tell pretty quickly that yeah. it's, not, it's not time for him to come I back. I think it's absolutely imperative for him to get off to a good start because the weather's nice. And it's not too hot. I think it's just perfect. So I think you're going to see some really good scores being put up by these guys. So if Tiger doesn't kind of you know get up to, at least to a decent start, yeah, he might not be in the tournament come the weekend. And now oh, if, he wild. Were, if he were to ever fucking win, um, the legend upon legend, it, it, yeah, it would. Uh, I it would be one of the biggest things to ever happen. It would be absolutely incredible. I'm going to watch the whole, you know, I'm going to watch as much of the tournament as possible. I love Wally, it. Are you into this, or what do you got planned over the weekend? Um, I, oh, I will pay attention to this just to watch Tiger Woods' demeanor out there. That if, you know, he's got some putts going on and there's that, there's that pressure plus the other pressure of the crowd and being out there. Do you think he'll have putts going on this weekend? Do you think he'll have to putt it off? Uh, he's going to have putts. Yeah. Will he make them? That will be interesting. <laughs> that will be interesting to see. If he was smart, he'd get off to 18 holes in one. Just... Drop it in so you don't have to be around the crowd. <laughs> Drop it right in so you don't feel that fucking pressure. I do like how Tiger has, it seems to be like he has grown a goatee. And I love well, that he, just makes him look like evil Tiger. Yeah, that's what I mean. So I love it when the guys come out of their Are we still in trials. goatees are evil? Yeah, I think so. Are. Yeah, I think that's always going to be around. So it's just great. He's not I even mean, like... there's been goatees for enough years now that we know it's not just the devil. I know, but you still when when it's a celebrity or or in the movies you associate with you know he's a, here's a bad guy. The only one, that, the only people that can get away with it is someone who's had a beard before and then they just go down to a goatee. If you have the, pl I, the I'm going to disagree and say bald guys. Every bald guy has a goatee. Yeah, they're not all evil. I think I th I think they are. I think bald guys have goatees because they say, look. I can grow hair, just not on my head. <laughs> but don't think I'm without fucking hair. It's a distraction move. The stone cold.
try to get your eyes focused on something else. Even after Kobe was done yeah, with his no little, distraction. <laughs> when Kobe was done with his thing, it was like it, he he came back. He had he was all tatted up on his right arm. Yeah, and he's just like fuck it. If, if people are gonna think I'm a dick, I'm just gonna embrace supervillain Kobe Bryant. And now they love him again. Yeah, so now he should get the thing laserly removed. And now he's getting the gimmick of Family Man again. They're like, oh, he's so good with his kids yeah. and his wife. It's crazy. You're crazy. We'll, we'll forgive sports stars. Doing? Mm-hmm. Oh, crazy, sorry, right? Yeah. Making fun of the metal when we retarded. <laughs> it's, uh, we forgive sports stars quicker than anybody else. Anyone. Let's think about that. Um, I think we forgive, first and foremost, our drunk dads <laughs> before anyone else. That's true. I've been forgiven a lot. Um, yeah, and try to hope that one goes. Who do we forgive? Well, we forgive rock stars. Yeah, but I don't yeah. think it's quickly. I mean, it took Fiona Apple years and years for people to get over her Roseland, uh... Male rock thing. stars, not right. female. Male rock stars, we still... I think people still haven't forgiven Bono for just being an activist. You know, he's never gotten that. Well, we don't like activists. We don't like people who try to hurt, because that reminds us, the rest of us. Of just how fucking awful we are. And people think, still haven't forgiven Lars Ulrich for coming out against Napster. Well, the drummer shouldn't be speaking. <laughs> I think the musicians get forgiven more than the sports stars. Because like, it seems like that's any bad behavior might be part of their rock lifestyle and they get some sort of pass on it. Right, but let's face it. When a guy wins a championship, he's at least forgiven by the hometown. Yeah. And, and no, yeah, if he's good, did, nothing ever happened. Barry Bonds was in the middle of his steroid stuff in San Francisco. You couldn't tell them no. not to love Barry Bonds. He was they loved. will always be loved at home. Yeah, and McGuire is still loved in St. Louis, even though he's come out and said, "Why wouldn't he be?" He, he did it for a decade, and people in St. Louis will say he just said that. Right, that's all. And it didn't take those people any time at all. It was like he, the next day after he said, "I'm sorry." They were like, okay. To me, you should at least equate to the amount of lies. So if he told 10 years of lies, he should be forgiven in 10 years. Mm. And just like Pete Rose shouldn't be given till at least 2024. Um, I don't know. I, I just feel like the people can feel any way they want about people. Uh, as far as Tiger went, goes, he didn't do anything to me. He didn't do any fucking thing that I don't have any problem with. And his wife is still with him. So who am I to say? Why would I sit around and be one of the people who judges him? It would be great if he was in contention on Sunday and she made an appearance. I know she said they said she will not be showing up at the Masters, but can you imagine if she was there on Sunday with another guy? (laughs) (laughs) Just that would be great. But just imagine that. Run the kids out. It would be like Macho Man and Elizabeth. Tiger and and Elon would be the the new fucking guys. Um, here's uh, Rob. Rob, you're on Run a Fez. Hi, uh, hey, Ronnie. I was just going to bring up how the Dixie Chicks uh, they they shit the bed, and uh, it's never coming back for them. Well, they went on and won all those Emmys after it. Yeah, but a lot of the South still hates those those girls. And yet now most of the South will say the same stuff. Like other country stars have said it. They're all but saying, wow, the Dixie Chicks were sure right about that Iraq thing. Yeah. But but they but since the Dixie Chicks were first, they won't be forgiven for anytime soon. Uh Bill, you're on the Run of Fest show. Bill. Yeah. Go ahead, hey buddy. Well, San Francisco pretty much forgot that Barry Bonds even existed right towards the end and they let him go pretty quick, I thought. 
Yeah, but he meant while when the the point came back to this. While you're a champion, everybody's on your side. Yeah. Uh, 2001. Let's face something. New York City hated Reggie Jackson at one time. Gets a championship, love him. And same thing with A-Rod. Even when I was saying A-Rod's having great regular seasons, relax. You were the only fucking A-Rod fan I was. out there. Same I with was. Eli. Yeah, I actually liked Eli, I don't know too. if Eli was hated. They just didn't believe in him. Okay. Reggie Jackson was fucking hated he was as hated. a person. Yep, because of all the shit that he talked. And he had been a champion three times in Oakland. And right, were, and they were like, well, we can't do it here. <laughs> He's bullshit. <laughs> um, here's Payday. You're on my face. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, I could never forgive my dad for smoking dope in the garage whenever I was a little kid. Uh, I don't. I just wanted to get Dave's thoughts on that. How did you find out? You should have been in bed, fucking instead of prying. Go to sleep. You have a big hospital visit tomorrow. Good point. Good point. Yeah, it is a good point. And now hang up and think about that. If I'm your dad, you'll do as I said. Politicians, I would think the least forgiven. Where you uh, get? Um, you get like a Larry Craig. Can I tell you though, the people like. Those people, most of us don't know. Mm. You can only go by the presidents. Mm. And I think we tend to like the presidents after they've went away for a while. Yeah, but it, but it does have to take them to leave for a while. I mean, Nixon had to, to, to go away and just be a fucking gopher until the early 90s. <clears throat> and then we're like, oh, he's, he's a pretty good statesman. Okay. Um... No. So, yeah, at a certain point, we will tend to like people again uh, as time goes by. All right, that's just about uh, it for us. We're about ready to uh, wrap this one up. Tomorrow, we are off from work. It's a personal day. Fez is having the lumps in his breast looked at. Uh, how you sp plan on spending the day, Dave? I'm going to spend time with the family. Really? Yes. Then put them at bed, into bed, and then smoke. Smoke up. Go go high and baby. Go high and dogs. Are you seriously going to hide tonight? going to yeah. go high in tonight? Mm -hmm. Every night you got to high for now. No, I didn't uh, do it last night. Or no, two nights ago I didn't. Okay. The kids will be in bed by four. <laughs> Come on, kids! <laughs> Time for bed. Let's go! Get in your cribs! And when are you hitting this wall? <laughs> When's the next wall being hit? Uh, hey, ain't going to. I'm, I'm a jumper, as you said. I'll just go right through it. Okay. Uh... Hicks, what about for you? How are you spending your personal day? Going high with the chick. <laughs> Maybe drinking a little it. bit. So you got plans with the chick? To go high and that's about it. Is she is she uh, off during the daytime? I like half the half the day, and then uh, then she works later on. I see. So she goes into work high. I don't know, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> She's a tutor. She's going into work high. All we got to do is be smarter than the dumb kids. <laughs> Not really responsible. Who are already high. <laughs> you don't have to know everything. Just spoil the dub. Yeah. Figure I'll watch a few of my Netflix that I'd be. There. I could be a teacher if the kids are young and dumb enough. Fuck yeah. Give me the first graders. I'll fucking <laughs> tell them all kinds of shit. That's an A. <laughs> you get down low enough, all you need to know is colors. Can you imagine saying, okay, how fucking stupid are you? You don't know what a J is. J. My daughter knows um, numbers 1, 2, 6, and 8 of the... Yeah, because those are the same numbers you play every fucking week. <laughs> of course she's going to know your numbers, Hurley. <laughs> she doesn't know four. Uh, by the way, 
I love Lost. The less Hurley, the more I love Lost. I figured out last night. Get stupid baby talking Hurley off there. Yeah, I've always said Give that. Give me fucking uh, a Ben, a Desmond. So I'm fucking happy. Even, I'm a little done with this. He's story. got good flashbacks, though. I'm done, though. Enough with Iraq. <laughs> it's a pain to see Jack anymore. No, come on. I still love Jack. What's your Jack problem? Jack, I don't know. It's like he's. It's Jack- still Jack's show, whether you like it or not, Fez. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. It's Jack's show. It is. It's- it started with him. Mm-hmm. It's going to end with him. His was the original eye. It's Jack's show. Can never forget that, you know? And then now you have women going, Jack isn't sexy. Just shut up. Why would he have gotten the show if he wasn't a fucking big TV star? Uh, uh, did you uh, watch Justified last night? No. Because I was thinking if they do, if they have to reboot the Indiana Jones series, Timothy Oliphant of Justified should be Indiana Jones. I just realized that. That's that guy's name? Timothy Oliphant, yeah. And I want to. It's a terrible fucking name for a star. And I really want to uh, talk to someone at Paramount. Because they're the people who do the indie movies. I can get you the guy at the fucking gate. I can get him on the phone for you. All right. And he will tell you you will not be allowed on lot. Okay. All right, folks. That's it for us. We're back on Friday. That's the Dubai Show. Donk. That's the Dubai Show. Donk. That's the Dubai Show. Donk. Satellite of love. Satellite of Park and cars. I watched it for a little while. I love to watch things on TV. With Harry, Mark, and John Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday to Thursday With Harry, Mark, and John Satellites gone up to the skies Things like that drive me out of my mind For a little while I love to watch things on TV I 